Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine. As per usual, Donnie is here, and we have a special guest again, because we've been doing that in the month of November. Hey, it's Jeff Grubb. Hi, Jeff. Howdy. How's it going? It's going on, dude. It's okay. It's good. Yeah. By 2020 standards, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've gotten over the point where it's like... This is this is what it is. Yeah. Everyone's going through it, so it's like you kind of you have to recalibrate, right? right. So it's a new like, normal. Hey, you know what? Things are going okay. They're going pretty good. COVID I mean, skyrocketing by you know exponentially, but hey, what else? Well, yeah, yeah, but it's like I've been staying home this whole year anyhow. Um, you know, they made my wife go back to work. She's a teacher. They just shut down the schools here in, in Denver. So, uh, so that that was a nice thing to hear. Be like, okay, they're they're finally all of taking them? it serious. So, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think they're shutting down all the schools in Denver. That's good. Yeah. And my husband yes. was supposed to. He's a he's an accountant and he works in Philadelphia. And he was supposed to go back into the office one to two days a week, starting the week after Thanksgiving. And I was like having a moderate panic attack about that. It's fine. And he got an email like yesterday that was like, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Our oh school God. district is still trying and um because yeah. i'm out here in you know bumping bumpkin land and uh they they're closing schools independently so we just have like these onesies and twosies of weeks where certain schools are open and certain ones are and i'm like how is this not a living nightmare like how do you it do is. buses and yeah. food and everything else that takes to do this they, they, they the answer to that is they don't know no. they're just winging it yep. no one no one's in charge fiery seat of their pants kind of yep. like these console launches came in so Ooh, it's all worked segue. out by 2020 like it's yeah, like well everything's done. on fire so yeah, exactly i did finally yeah, get i finally yeah, got a you, series x you know I, yeah you got your series x did yeah. you, has yours caught on fire is it broken I, you know you hear the stories and i think that's like I, yeah, you vaped it. I haven't vaped it. My husband actually saw that stupid video. He's not a video game guy. And he goes, so when are we vaping this thing? And I was like, I hate you. Right. <laughs> it's like, we don't even oh, have yeah. one of those in the house. He's like, I would buy one to do that. He knows how to party. Yeah. He's, yeah. Accountants know how to freaking rock out. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, but I did immediately put a disc in it to see if it would make the horrendous noises that some people were posting those disc drives making. You know what? I have never put a disc in this thing. Dude, I should you check should that. Put a disc in <laughs> I should check that. That's a very good. You know what? I'm not. I'm, you know, even if it does it, I'm not going to send it back. Eight weeks of so review I'll, coverage. I'll barely... He's yeah, got exactly. FPS counts and load times. Well, you He's know, like, I, oh, I never thought to put a disc. You in. never put a disc in. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I had the, the. I remember the exit. The launch Xbox One had the same yes. problem. Yep. And yeah. it wasn't. I mean, I got everything digital, so I, it was not a problem the entire generation. I never sent that back either. That's still sitting over there with like the QR code back when they used to have uh, dev kits. That's what that was. Um, and so I'm not surprised that, that this is having the same problem. Yeah. But uh. It, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, maybe mine does it. If it does, that'll be annoying. Uh, but I, I do not expect to use discs very much. In fact, when I was trying to get a PS5, I was trying to get the digital version. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, if I could have found one, I would have got it. But, uh, you know, it's whatever. I took what I can get and I'll spend the extra hundred dollars to actually get one. So, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I will Love have it. to put a disc in and find out for sure. I, I was like, I'm going to put a disc in this thing right away. And my kids were like, are you not going to? I got roasted by a 10 year old. He was like, are you just not going to buy digital like the cool kids? I'm like, bro, get out of my basement. Like the cool kids. Like, <laughs> Shoot. Uh, no, I'm going to put a Blu-ray in this <laughs> to 
see yeah, if it still does that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm not cool. <laughs> I'm someone's mother. And I was like, if you want my old One X, you best be stopping that business. I pulled, so. <laughs> as the Discord started lighting up about it, I mean, I, I have three discs. I have Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, Rock Band 4, and GTA 5 on disc. And I pulled out my Rock Band and got it installed and started. Yeah, I didn't have any issues with mine. Mine's fine. No. Mine was fine, too. I definitely did hold my breath a little, though. Like, I have seen a lot of people posting videos of some real... I mean, that's... You're right. It's the same noise the One X made. You just kind yep. of figured it wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but see, whatever. The launch issues. These disk drives are... It might be I'm the sure. same drive. Yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. they're cheap, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, like, <laughs> they went... Like, I bet they're cheaper now than they were then sure. in terms of, like, the quality. Because it's like... Who's still making disk drives? It's it's like a you know a few companies and they're, they're not like I bet the the margins on those are so razor thin that they cut, where, cut them wherever they can. So it's like yeah, I'm I, I'm not surprised that the, the disk drives are are the point of the problem for uh, for Xbox. Um, but it just seems like it's like not um it's nothing is widespread. It seems like some some problems here, some problems there on both yep. consoles, but nothing that is like a red ring of of death issue so far. Yeah, so that, yeah I'm that's sure, good. You know my um Jeff, you don't know my controller snapped that my thumbstick broke. <laughs> He hoped um, it. I'm convinced you're just I'm you just have gorilla yeah, hands. Just strong. I got that gamma that gamma radiation, man. Um, <laughs> but they, checked out. They replaced it. It took a minute. It took me two or three days to even get in touch with them. But once I got in touch with them, they fast tracked me a replacement. They told me oh, I good. could keep my old one. I bought a repair kit on Amazon for six bucks. Now I have two controllers. Oh, good. That's not there bad. That worked for me because I was going to send it back. They were like, "No, don't worry about it." And I was like, "Well, then I guess I don't mind voiding the warranty." And ripping off that pretty sticker and getting into it. Right. But it's just a the thumbstick just sits on the modulator. It's just a little cap. And it was just that. Yeah. It was that little cap that snapped on the inside. So it was a really easy fix. It took me about 10 minutes. I've had yeah, that I've, happen before on the old controllers like a while yeah. ago. I fixed a few of them. It's like, you know. Yeah, it's mm. not too bad. Yeah, I, I, because they sent me the uh, the preview one, which I still need to send back. They, you know, I, I, told, I told them I would do that this week. Um, send but, back. But, but I'm, I'm going to send back that. I'm not going to send back the controller that came with it. And then I got the S and, and you know, then finally. A, send a, back a, the a, other one. Send back retail the retail X. Send back the retail <laughs> one. Keep it. You have, you have the prototype. I, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to send back the prototype and, but I'm going to sign it in invisible ink that only shows up on <laughs> nice. the black light and see if they nice. discover it. That would like be great. years from now, you can yeah. be like, I have yeah. a prototype Series X. These didn't know, make it yeah. to market, you know? Hey, listen, you're giving away all my plans here. Let's 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 talk about this yeah, off the air. Why would you why would you mark him out right on the yeah. air? Man, I thought we were gonna be Ocean's Eleven. You were gonna be Danny. I was gonna be Brad Pitt. And I'm the only character holding all this crap together because you exactly. guys are yes, yes. always the woman, man. Yeah. Come hey. on. Yeah. You're married. That's you know. the way of the world. Oh, yeah. Like that's just yeah. that's just life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my son actually said that the other day. Like he I was like, dude, put your shoes on. He's like, I don't know where they are. And then he yells for me and I'm two floors up. And I'm like, Your father is right there. He's like, Dad doesn't know where anything is. I'm like, that's funny because it's true. That's exactly um, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm barely skating by, and she's just yeah, she's handling everything. We we so, know yeah. what we're doing. It's fine. Don't oh, worry, yeah. we got you guys. Yes, totally. Uh, I did uh, finally I, get my console though, so I'm excited. It was like a whole debacle. It's plugged in. I've played video games. Things are good. Things I, did, are good. Was it, now had you pre-ordered before, and you were just waiting? Yeah. So what happened for me was I pre-ordered from Amazon, and I pre-ordered from Target because you know, like Amazon's been a crap show lately with everything. I don't know why. Amazon would have delivered it to me on launch, so I was like, cool. They emailed me the day before, like, we don't have enough consoles. We'll get it to you by 1231. Excuse yeah. me. And then Target came through and shipped it that night. So I got it two days late. Um, do you guys blame? The, I mean, obviously, you got to blame the retailers there somewhat. 
But do you, uh, I tipped mine. Like, remember, I got mine five days early, so I was like, "Here you go, Walmart." <laughs> <laughs> and we do, yeah, so yeah, some retailers were, were on top of it, but to me, I've, to this sounds like a Sony and Microsoft communication issue yeah. with these retailers. So I wonder if it's that, or if it's Amazon pulling Amazon, overselling the pre-orders, and thinking we'll negotiate with Microsoft to fill in the gap, and Microsoft yeah, saying, "Yo, it's too, COVID, yeah. and we can't." We'll take as many orders right as we can, and we'll we'll get them filled as yeah. much as we can. It's not like <laughs> so people are going to cancel because right. then you're not going to get right. one at all. It's really hard well, yeah, for I mean, me to say like which end that happened on, but it was not great <laughs> you know and, and amazon knows our behaviors like you know i bet they do expect a lot of people to cancel because i bet they think a lot of people do what elaine did and ordered from two different places and once you get the one you'll either cancel the other or or you right. won't care if it's late or whatever um or you'll you'll sell it to someone else and just ship it to them directly and and, and so if there's a problem there uh you know they're kind of covered like they yeah, know that there's some much. built in st stuff there so yeah they, they i think they try to take advantage of that for sure they also operate on the thinnest of margins with everything oh, yeah. these days like and especially with the pandemic like they're they're a mess right now and they don't care cuz people have invested so heavily in that service and that that they they're like whatever we're still making money from you you're not going to oh, yeah. cancel prime suckers now, yeah. Elaine, i know that we have a guest and i definitely want to get to to him but I want to know how, because you didn't get a chance. Last week, it was me and Dealer talking about how awesome our Xbox is. And where I you cried just sat in the there. corner. Uh, how I am playing Valhalla nonstop. I'm so hooked. So what <laughs> you, what's it been like? I I did a thing that's a very like on brand for me thing where I immediately booted up Tetris Effect because that was the game I was like, I'm going to play. Because this is who I am as a person, right? <laughs> I love Tetris. So I played, that's my, I own every version of that game. That might be my favorite one. It looks real good like the particle effects are incredible Have you played it on vr yes i own it on the oculus quest though which isn't like the mind-blowing version of vr because you don't get all the frames so uh, is this this is way way better than that because i played it on playstation vr so my my take coming into this was i'm not gonna play that again i've been there i've seen it i don't need to see it again i think if you don't love it then you're fine but if okay, you yeah. love that game and you have real strong feelings about that soundtrack like i do like that was an experience yeah. <clears throat> that soundtrack gives me goosebumps like it's just one of those things i'm one of those people right then i booted up the viking game and haven't taken it off yes. that's all i've been playing yeah, that's good. all i've been playing it's real good i'm real impressed it's um i mean for me it's better than odyssey i know that's saying a lot for for you elaine but i have not been yeah. into Assassin's Creed game like I am into Valhalla in this this gen like since last gen maybe like I am digging it I am almost 35 40 hours into it like I've jeez oh so you almost saw the, the title screen are they doing <laughs> uh it's I I don't I'm not gonna say yet because Odyssey was sort of special for me because I really liked that character like Cassandra was a real good but and the female Ivor is there, like it's there. So um, I like the setting where we were also watching the show Vikings. So I feel like I just cruised yeah, around. Yeah. I was like, let's go. <laughs> it's very so, similar. And yeah. I was saying in the chat, I don't like, I played Origins. I played Odyssey. I think for both of those games, I played them both for about 20 hours before I tapered off. Um, this one has hooked me in ways that those games never did. And the only thing that I can think about it is it's obviously, I think it's got to be something to say with the setting. And how well it's running, sure. uh, at least I want to say how well it's running on, on Xbox, because I'm not having any problems, but I have one of those fancy new TVs. But I know there's a world of people out there saying they're having all kinds of issues playing great for me. I've had more game bugs than I have visual issues. It is. It's still got it's, some of that UB jank. So, yeah. you know, like some yeah. of that stuff I'm very forgiving on. Um, but the other thing that I think I'm really digging about this game that I can only liken to um, 
for me anyways, Breath of the Wild and Far Cry 5, is I'm digging these like environmental puzzles that I keep finding. It's like, hey, go figure this out. Like you see the marker, but how do you get down there? How do you get up there? How do you get the key to get in there? How do you go about doing this to accomplish this? Um, I remember some things like that in Odyssey, like a cave here and there, but it was basically like a marker. You'd fight your way down there, get the chest, come back out. It wasn't the same. And Far Cry 5 has those those safes, right? Those little like bunkers that you go find and you've got a little like puzzle that. to figure them out. Those are addictive to me. Like I, I remember when I was when I was into Far Cry 5, I think I just did that for like four days. I just did bunkers. I didn't do anything else. I just went around finding bunkers and I'm finding that kind of similar loop as I'm going in and out of missions in, in Creed and Valhalla. You're going right to go now. bonkers for Immortals, I think, man. When Immortals oh, comes I'm out, about that. I think you're really going to... Pre-ordered. Immortal. They wait. dropped got, a trailer, and monsters. Right? That's what it's actually called. I'm I sorry. wish they had just left it that because this is the Everyone most generic yeah, this is stupid worse. name. <laughs> like, I yeah. hate this name. I'm like, why would you do that? It was so good before. So when I they first it. announced it, Gods and Monsters, we were streaming the Ubisoft conference live and I was like, yeah, they're going to change that name. And I think everybody probably thought that. And then they changed it like, whew, you made it worse. <laughs> how, do you, how do you make it more generic? How did you? It, the thing's already like, installing. Installed on my console yesterday. 45 gigs of it. I was thinking, I was like, is there a chance they go early? They're like, hey, it's here a week early. Happy Thanksgiving. Why not? When is it out? When is the official date? December 3rd or 4th or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. People need to chill with these video games. There are too many. I have a stack. And Ubisoft just just had two releases. It's like, you don't need a third in like a month. Both of your other games are kind of broken. Maybe you should fix some of that first. You know, I bet Immortals will have its own problems. For yeah, sure. I mean, they're notorious for launching a game and being like, yo, just stay with us for about nine months. It'll run great. Yeah, and that's exactly. fine. I mean, I come into yeah. it as an early adopter knowing that's going to happen. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I, I'm over. It. Like, I, I love I love Skyrim. I loved it, all of its jank. Yeah. I love I love that it continues to have jank. <laughs> and uh, so I think it gives the game character. And, you know, as long as it's not like hard crashing and losing my, my progress, I'm exactly. usually fine with it. I had like a yes. boat float in midair and then explode <laughs> after I got out of it. That sounds right. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. You're like, that was kind of funny. (laughs) It's the early Witcher bugs where Roach is just on top of a house. Like, Mm -hmm. what's up? But I'm like, I think that stuff is really funny to screen cap and move on. Yeah. And like, if you are there for that, like, then you were there for that. And and then they're going to fix the game. And then people that come into it are going to be like, they get this pristine sort of safe experience. Exactly. And you were like, nah, I, I was there for that raw shit. I was there for when it was real. And it was, uh, the, it was better. Cause I laughed out loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, you got like war stories a little bit. It's nice. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I do yeah, too. That's why I like early access games. Yeah. I feel kind of that way about getting hardware in first run too. It's like, yes. I, I realize that that's a very expensive thing that not everybody right. can be like, I'm just going to roll the dice, but I think it's fun to see how the UI and, and the system evolves over time. Oh, like I want to be here for that stuff. I, you know, so my husband just rolls his eyes and lets me have my moment. So <laughs> yeah, that, that, that PS5 UI is going to look so different. Oh yeah. From now. Like I, I press the, uh, the PlayStation button and I don't even know what they, they're called. These, all these, these tiles come up that are nonsense to me and have no relevance to like why I'm pressing the PlayStation button. Yes. That stuff's not going to be there in a year. That stuff's going to disappear or go into a sub menu or something. So yeah, like this stuff's going to change. And, and, and and I I bet the Xbox, I bet Xbox will change quite a bit going Mm -hmm. forward as well too. I know that they wanted to have like this continuity, uh, but I I bet like now that they've like made this transition, I think they'll be like, we can probably push, push some stuff uh, make forward it with a little bit more features and stuff yeah, like that. I think. A grouping. Do you think that they'll diverge the experience, the UI between your, you know, one XS versions and the series, or do you think they'll it? keep them parallel? I think that's I, been the, kind of the focus is making the store match the app, which makes the yeah. box match the PC. 
I just wonder yeah. how long they're going to do that before they're finally like, we're phasing this box out. Stay with this mm. box. You know what I mean? Once like, once like if they do revisions a couple years from now, three, four years from now, uh, they'll definitely phase it out at that point, I think. But uh, for now, they'll probably just, you know, they'll keep it. I, yeah, I, I, if this generation works anything like the last generation, the last gen consoles are going to drop off real fast. Yeah. And people are just going to buy these new ones as fast as they possibly can. And there won't be anyone playing those systems anymore, really. You know, it's like the, what happened to the, to the 3DS after the Switch came out. Exactly. They, they, they released a few 3DS games that, that were good, like that, like WarioWare Gold and a few others that should have done really well. But people were just over 3DS. They wanted stuff on their Switch. Yep. And I think uh, so, so if they cut off those, those systems early, uh, no one's going to even notice, I don't think. Not uh, really. As soon as they can start making enough that you can walk into a store and buy one, I right. cannot imagine a world in which people aren't just like, I want the Series S because it's 300 bucks if they can't buy in at 500 and right. they're on board. You know, off we go. Yep. It's just a matter of <laughs> making enough, I guess, at this point. <clears throat> sure. I think they've said yeah. they're going to have stock issues through till next year. You know, yeah. I, I, this, this not, like I'm surprised we have as many as we did because Me too. when you think about it, like, these are this is you know AMD and TSMC is like the fab like m making the chips here and that they are releasing new GPUs right now. Right. They just released new new CPUs on the for desktop, and now they're also releasing consoles. And you know I think I, I was listening to an interview with a guy, a guy from AMD today on PC World, and he was saying like we had the trifecta. We did these three. No 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 company's really ever done that before. And, you know, they, they, they don't own their fabrications. They go to TSM, TSMC. Uh, and, uh, and so they have like, you know, there's a limited number of quantities of, of like routes where they can actually produce the stuff that's going to go in all these things. And it's like, it's not just the Xbox, it's PlayStation 5, two right. huge consoles coming. Like, how is there possibly enough chips in here? And, the, you know, the, the, the reality is they've been producing for months and months and months. But it's like, that's why every Ryzen chip sold out immediately. It's why yep. these, you know, the Radeons that, that, went on sale today sold out in seconds and there's barely any of them right and it's why we're having a hard time finding the consoles uh it's just uh it, it's i'm surprised that, i'm surprised that there's enough that like it seems like a lot of people that i know who wanted one were able to get one Same. of, of yeah. both the systems uh that seems like that's almost a minor miracle orders for I both agree. went up today yeah i saw yeah, more orders yeah. today i'm i'm good and you're gonna see them on black friday i think a couple of retailers have said we're holding some stock for those for those online releases then yeah it seems like we're gonna get weekly restocks almost as fast as they can churn these things and get them to to retailers which is i mean in in this year with every with all the mar like manufacturing challenges that's impressive i don't know maybe it's just me no. like i'm maybe i'm easily impressed <laughs> but uh, yeah i think yeah. i think there was, there was a lot of worry about the you know the manufacturing and i, I know they said early on like Oh, that wasn't hit as hard as some other things. Uh, you know, it's it's more like uh, uh, you know the software side of things, and right. like you know, and we I think we've seen that with like the PS5's interface and stuff. Um, but I, I'm still shocked that they were able to kind of keep up this pace to, to this degree. That's yeah, I agree. It's impressive. I, I they they should kind of be applauded. Like I understand that the launch didn't go well for a lot of people, and a lot of people are frustrated. Right. I get that frustration. Believe me, I but think like it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah, yeah so it doesn't matter how many they had. They were never going to happen last time and the time before it. And it'll happen the next time. Yeah. And next time after that switch launch was like that. I remember oh, like holding my rough. breath. Switch launch was rough. I remember holding my breath, hoping Amazon would ship one of those. Like it was a nightmare. Um, so I don't know. I'm impressed. I think I'm just impressed because I have boxes in my house to play with. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What do we got going on, Donnie? There's some news. Yeah. Right? So we got we some actually... game updates over there on Xbox. We have the Halo Speaking Master Chief software. collection, which Ooh. got updated to 120 frames both campaign and multiplayer field of view improvements, which I did learn today. Apparently those things are only toggled if you're not, I think in 120 mode. 
that makes sense. Yeah, they don't they don't pop me. up on the on the option menus at least in four. I was playing Halo Four today. They don't pop up um, if you're running 120 like I am. Split screen improvements um, and input based matchmaking. So for those players playing with mouse and keyboard versus those with controllers, and we, we thought that that type of stuff would happen. Um, I played Halo Four today. I told you I've, I'm continuing to make my way through the campaign. I put it off last week after I was playing for Extra Life. Came back this week, wanted to see the new updates. Uh, one issue that I am having that I've noticed that I'm having often, I'm not getting the update patches. I have Ooh. to manually delete and re-download to get the latest patches. Even if I That's check annoying. for updates, I hmm. move Master Chief Collection from expansion drive to internal a couple times. I booted it up seven or eight different times. At no point did it ever go, you're ready to patch. And I, I had the same issue um, with another game last week that I mentioned in the show, which I don't remember now, but I had the same issue then. Um, so. These are stored internally, right? Because they're yeah. the uh, optimized version yep. of the games. Okay. So when I was opening up on my internal, it was saying Xbox One X version of the game. And it wasn't uh, you know, up to the Series X enhanced version. And I tried for a day. I gave it a full 12 hours just trying to boot it off and on, move it back and forth, like do something to trigger it. And it didn't happen. I just deleted it and reinstalled it. All 120 gigabytes Ooh, of it. Oh boy, that's a big boy. Um, but it did, it did download. And I tell you today, I played two missions and it is fantastic. It is so smooth. Jeff, I give you all the credit. You are the reason I bought my TV. You already know this, but the listeners Happy don't. for you. Yeah. yeah, Jeff was like, guys, at one point, it was just, I knew that he had the console. Uh, he, uh, I knew that he had the console. He was, he, was, he was being a little cryptic, and he was like, 120 frames, guys. It's going to blow your yeah, mind. And I was like, I got to get a damn TV. <laughs> I See, well, I'm sitting over here in front of a G-Sync monitor all the time. So yeah. on PC, I'm real spoiled. So on, on the TV, I'm yeah. due to update my TV. I'm holding out for an OLED. So I'm, sure. I'm saying, yeah. yeah, you I, know, like I want. I'm going to do the LG. I'm yeah, gonna, me too. I'll probably buy next year's model or I'll buy the CX Same. if it gets cheap or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's but I get it now. As a, as a console person who doesn't play on my PC and does never wants to, I get yes, it. You, you notice the difference. You, One, saw, okay. you saw 120 frames per second and you're like, this is smooth. I played you Call of Duty. I turned on the yeah, ray that's, tracing that's mode. Impressive. I played it. For seven minutes, I turned on the 120. I was like, I'm never playing ray tracing ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is why PC people thing. are so snooty. Because I, so I get 144 in... frames in G-Sync. This is why I get like It's yeah. so smooth and twitchy. <laughs> with the LSS, you also get the get it with the with the, with the the ray tracing as yeah. well. So yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's right. the best of want, both worlds. Uh, sure. uh, I, I'm going to hold out for that OLED because if I'm going to do it, because I use the TV often as a third screen for my PC too, because everything yeah, and the, is the, the LG is, is, is yeah. G Sync compatible. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I'm a nerd. Like that, yeah, the thing that I do that one. The thing that I expected is I expected to have the 120 with no ray tracing. I expected to take a serious picture quality hit, and I didn't. Call of Duty looks great at 120. It, I mean, I think it, Call of Duty is primed to look great. I think that's yeah. you know that game always ran at 60 frames per second. Exactly. They've always been super well optimized. So I'm not surprised that they didn't have to make a huge down. Excuse me, a huge downgrade to make that work. That's uh, that's good to good to hear though. I'm I'm also I think it's worth noting that like people have gotten really good at faking what ray tracing does with <clears throat> with yeah. software instead oh, of yeah. bumping to that algorithm. So you can do enough that if you're not looking for it, it's it, in motion looks great. Like yeah, not- like the rasterized lighting and and in you know cube mat lighting or cube mat reflections and stuff like this. This is stuff that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a ton of work, and the reason developers like ray tracing is because it's it really is click uh, a button and it, all the stuff happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they for many years they're still going to have to do all of the the really hard work to make the rasterized stuff continue to function as always because pe- people not everyone's going to have the ray tracing option. So 
yeah, that stuff that stuff still looks good to us. And and right. while the ray tracing often looks a little bit better, um, really it's that's a it's a developer side thing where it's something they really want and it'll make a big difference for them. Meanwhile, I think for us it's gonna be like 120 frames per second and HDR and all this other stuff that like makes a, a very noticeable difference. Halo four think- is it guys. Yeah. I, it's it's I, I'm not a Halo fan, Jeff. I never have been. I've been going through them all, trying huh. to find one, getting prepared for infinite. And uh, Halo Four is my favorite, and it doesn't come close. Good. Blows it. Out. I'm halfway through the campaign. I'm like, this is the best Halo I've ever played. It's very pretty. It's, it's very pretty. pretty. I have feelings about the com- campaign, but it is a pretty and it's game. so fast. Well, here's the thing. I, I am um, I'm adhering to the Sean Capri doctrine, where he's basically because I've been trying to follow the story, and he's like, just stop. Don't, Don't forget do about. It. Just shoot <laughs> the guys. Have fun. So I've just been doing that in the last two or three games I played. I've just I've quit trying to figure out how many rings there are and where Katana actually is. Just just <laughs> let it go. We're too old. There's five golden rings, I yeah. believe. I think that's what it was, yeah. yeah. Also, I've got the golden ticket. That's how this works, right? Exactly. I, forgot. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I just it got to the point where the writing is not great, so just ignore it. And that's fine. I'm fine with that, you know? But, but does damn, they, do it's they have, so fast. It's, it's so pretty. smooth. And you feel it on the stick and the controls like yeah. instantly. And I, I, I saw it with Ori and then Call of Duty and then Halo. And I'm like, I never want to not do this now. See? Yeah, I hope I hope every game uh I think that that this should be the new performance option. It should Agreed. be it should be 30 frames per second option with like everything turned to the max, everything sure. you could possibly turn on, turn it on, a 60 frames per second option and then 120 frames yeah. per second option and every game should do that. And it's and it's because like our you know, I think there's a lot of people who um feel like we get new consoles, we shouldn't have to pick and choose. We shouldn't have to um we we shouldn't have to sacrifice anything. We should have the best of all worlds, and I get that. But but we're beyond that at this point, where it's like there there are going to be things that they can do. They can always turn up the graphics higher and higher. Like I think they you know Crisis showed that with it's like you know kill your PC mode or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the remaster version, they're like we're just going to unlock everything, and no matter what your PC is, it's gonna it's gonna get crushed on this. They could every game can do that, and so I, I think that if they if they give us the option to like base our settings based on our display because mm-hmm. i think people are going to have different all kinds of different tvs for many years and yeah if i have 120 hertz you know capable television i want to be able to have that option and someone who doesn't and only can get 60 frames per second they should be able to get the best possible experience for their tv as well and i, I think that's kind of the best thing that the developers could do going forward i don't know i don't know how realistic it is but i, I hope that's kind of where we fall yeah i'd like to keep see i i want the options and just like boot me up walk me through them like instead of giving me a four hour long prologue just give me 60 seconds to at least do that you know what i mean because console like hardware wise you can go set your hdr settings system wide right away you don't have to go into every single stupid game and do so they can start surfacing some of that stuff up front right i would love that just like give me my choices and then let me flip back and forth when i change my mind (laughs) like uh this runs like crap let me bump it back you know that is one thing that we're not getting i think on both consoles we'd have guys would have to to include me on the ps5 version because i don't have that yet but it seems like on the xbox you have to change everything at the system level and then reboot all the games there's nothing in games that i've seen really that let you toggle things on and off um you can't like toggle on the ray tracing and toggle on the 4k and then the 120 it's like either set it at the system level when you're setting up your tv or those options just don't appear for you in the software I think uh, for HDR, I think that's the case. And I think mm-hmm. you, like if you, um, yeah, if you have an HDMI 2.1 TV, you'll need to set in the settings that you have, you know, 4K 120, and yep. you can yeah. have that all on, on the, you, know, you have all the green check marks and you have all the options checked. And then once you do that, some games then will give you the option to be like, 
uh, well, do you want to actually run this at 100, 120 frames per second? I think gears work that way. Um, uh, but, but for HDR, it is global. It's yeah. a global setting. And like you just set it once for your TV and then you try to keep all the everything else default on like the visual like brightness settings yes. in the game. And it should just be it should just be good from there. The Xbox is do, does a very good job of that so far. Like yeah. it's done a great job. Like I went through the calibration, which if, you know, Sean had mentioned this too, do that. Definitely do that, you know. Uh, and now I don't have to touch it. Like it, whenever I get the screen that says adjust the brightness, I'm like, nah, it looks perfect. We're good. I haven't had to tweak and it's it's excellent. I haven't fiddled as much with the ps5 with different games yet because my children have stolen the controller from me <laughs> so damn you astrobot <laughs> um 343 industries also their, their director brian gerard has come out and said that we can expect an update on halo infinite in the coming weeks but don't expect it at the vgas which i think is very important because as we lead up to that event we'll have lots and lots of rumors like i can already i think i'm already getting questions about breath of the wild like these things are just going to come up so i was happy to see that they got out in front of it and uh, they just said that they're working really hard and we'll have something in the coming weeks so they called it a high level update i am a, i am a consulting engineer we use those words when we're going to make you a visio picture that's yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be blocks of color so i'm curious what they think a high level update about i think they're going to try to show you a different craig i be like this is the new craig <laughs> side by side craigs yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly what they're going to do they're going to be like here's the graphical details we've added since the last time you saw this game it's like all of those weight loss pill commercials where it's the before and after, except the dude just has a spray tan and is sucking his gut in. That's mm -hmm. going to be like Craig next to it. It's like, you're the same dude. Yeah. It's just going to be, doing. it's going to be like, you know, it's going to be 50 Craigs. They're just going to have that many. Yeah. And it won't, well, he'll, he'll look exactly the same. There will just be more that many Craig. More. So badly look, just yeah. want to say, it's like, it's a Muso now. Oh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. We've given up. Look, we can't, uh, we can't give you a better Craig. So we're just going to give you more Craigs. That's our solution to the problem. That's our mm -hmm. high-level update. <laughs> I'm here I for can't it. wait. Yeah, uh, I'm here for it, too. Let's speaking go. of Gears 5, Operation 5 Hollow Storm multiplayer's update is out now. It joins the Batista Ooh. DLC update that came out last week. We had seven new characters, five new maps, 13 new achievements to multiplayer. The story expansion Hive Busters will be coming out next month. And we found out some new news this week that WWE's The New Day... Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods are joining Gears 5 as playable characters this holiday, and they look stunning. Oh, they look awesome. This they is look so awesome. on brand. This is so on brand that it makes me laugh so hard. Like I saw the picture and I'm like, no, yeah, that makes sense. We're I now want to play I want to play the campaign as the new day in Batista. Yeah. Just yeah. all WWE. <laughs> it's so dumb, and I'm so here for how stupid it is. Like it's so stupid. I'm it's great. Yeah. I'm I'm thrilled. So I'm really excited about this one. I've been looking for this one. I've been looking for all the Game Pass games that have ba basically either been delayed or not mentioned since August. Call of the Sea store page finally went up. It's coming December 8th to Xbox consoles as an exclusive and launching into Game Pass. will include 4K ray tracing and 120 frames per second. Um, this is like that Edith Finch sort of yeah. narrative walking sim game where um it's like a like a you're investigating a shipwreck and you're missing husband and all that i'm i like these games i like these story-based games so i've been really excited to wanting to get into this hope it's good been i'm that's probably the best thing i could say i'm really excited to hear somebody tell me that it's good you know because you get one of these games you never know you're like is it good yeah. is it Edith finch or is it like the 10 other games that want to be Edith finch um mm -hmm. so i hope it's really good but it's pretty it's real pretty and colorful I feel like I'm at the point with games like this where I don't even care because it's on Game Pass, so I'm going to boot it up. That's a anyway. good point. Like, I'm just going to boot it up because I want to see, you know, and that's yeah. it. So I don't even like it's like I love game reviews, but also I don't care anymore. Just let me put it on the box mm -hmm. and try it. It's genius. This is genius. Yep. 
And we have one more and oh Bethesda, why won't why won't this story die? So apparently Tim Stewart gave a con like spoke at a conference and he was asked or spoke about what they're going to do with Bethesda. Microsoft CFO. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Whatever. So he says, quote, what we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. He reiterated that he is not announcing pulling content from platforms one way or the other. But what we want is we want that content in the long run to either be first or better or best or pick your differentiated experience. God, he so talks like a CFO. Uh, first, better, best, pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up the best as on our platforms. Now, we've talked about this a lot, but we've got Jeff here. So this I is a do- whole different ball game here, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, I'm sure you've talked about it. I'm sure people have asked you, what do you think about this this thing? Because until, until the deal is finalized and they say one way or the other, we're just going to keep getting comments like these and people keep asking. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think that they it's not going to be anything that can be settled until you're right until the deal's done. I think probably even a little bit beyond that, we'll have to wait to know for sure. It, it, you know, I think Phil early on said it will be a game by game decision, and I think that that he's probably that thing. I think it's probably true. Um, but I, you know, when we talk about this, everyone knows that we're talking about like the biggest stuff, and, yeah. and that's what people care about. They just want to know: can I play Fallout or Elder Scrolls on my PlayStation Five? Those that's the, the question. Two. Those yeah. ones. And, and I go back and forth and I really am not confident on, on in either direction uh, at this point. I, I think that there are plenty of reasons to go either way. You know, I mean, you know, every, everyone gets it. It's like, um, even if it's on PlayStation, having those games on Game Pass is is an, enough of a big deal that it's almost like advertising. It's a 70. It's a it's a advertisement that someone pays $70 for yeah. on on PlayStation 5. Uh, you know, to, to get those games and be like, hey, well, if I just had it on Xbox, I would just have this as part of my subscription. Uh, and that's going to be in the back of their heads. And that's going to probably click over for some people, uh, you know, a, a certain amount of people that'd be like, ah, man, I guess this this Xbox Series S is on sale right now. I'm just going to pick it up. And I, you know, that it's a viable strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that making them exclusive uh, also obviously has its benefits in terms of just building up the buzz and saying, yeah, it's on Game Pass and, and it's included in, in all, all the things that entails, but also you can only play it here. Um, and I think even if it's like when, like, you know, he listed first there among better, be- better or best. Right. Word. Yeah. And that's, I think, um, you know, I think, you know, that's a, a flavor of making it exclusive where it's like if it's ex- exclusive for a year, that's, you know, kind of the same thing. I think a lot of people view that pretty similarly. Um uh, although I I, th- I also think that Microsoft's um, r- history of timed exclusives is also kind of murky when you think about Tomb Raider and stuff like that that didn't work out very well so I, I don't know if, if I don't know how they'll view it that's the thing I don't know how how they think they're going to get the most money out of this I, I now I do know that they don't need to go to PlayStation to make the the thing work just like Phil said like you know before he even had to explain it I'm like no that's that's not necessary they they. That, you know, this is money that they have sitting on the books. The, the amount of money that Microsoft generates in a week is kind of equivalent to what they spend on this. Uh, and when you have that kind of cash flow, you got to figure out stuff to do with that cash. Yeah. And this is a very, uh, th- th- this is a good investment because this thing is going to make a lot more money than the interest this, w- this would make sitting in some like financial tool. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I'm not confident either direction, but 
if I had to, if I had to like pick one right now, I, I would say they're probably going to be exclusive, uh, kind of just for real exclusive. Um, I think that eventually, uh, Microsoft will just feel the pressure of like spending $7.5 million and you're trying and like, if, if the console's selling pretty good, but you know, you feel like, Oh, it could be selling better and, and game pass is doing pretty well, but, uh, you know, you want to make it really a slam dunk, you know, something you cannot ignore if the real only viable way to get, you know, the next big Bethesda release, uh, you know, the next elder Scrolls game is through game pass or, you know, buying the game for Xbox separately, but really through game pass, um, that's going to just it'll it'll be such a seismic move that I think they're going to have a hard time not doing that. That but we'll see. I, I'm the not temptation to be strong for them to, to be like you know like you need a console or you need to pick it up on PC. Especially yeah. but with with a two hundred ninety nine dollar console, it, sure. it's compelling. This is why I waffle right. too. Like on one hand, I'm saying like he's saying first or better, and that kind of means yeah, a year. And these bigger games will push over. But then I think like they got a 299 console. They can afford to lose a few people and still pull enough new subscribers. Like they have what a 70% attach rate on Game Pass for people right. who bought these new consoles. They want that attach rate for the next 10 years, right? So right. I think and, and this that kind of move can do that. Yes, I agree with that. So I think what they're gonna do is ride this out a year see what that attach rate looks like when they flood the market with hardware and then make a decision. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll add to this in, in reading the transcript for this entire interview, there was a, another statement that he made later on that I thought was very revealing. If, if only in his mindset, he mentioned that they're still looking into acquisitions, which is not news, but he said, you know, we are looking at acquisitions to make sure that somebody can deliver us a triple a, a triple a game in quarter one of 2024 for game pass. He didn't say for Xbox. Hmm. He didn't say for our console to sell or anything right. like that. He said oh, for yeah. Game Pass. Like they don't care. That's their How? logic. And yeah. you know, we've talked about this over and over, so I want to beat it again. But like, I don't think the, cons- the the consumers that follow this as nerdy as this is trying to read the tea leaves, we haven't transitioned to that thought that thinking yet. I think globally, people aren't realizing that is that is their barometer. It's not. It's not money sold. It's not console sold. It is Game Pass subscriptions, retention, and increase. They're just wanting to see those subscription numbers go up. And uh, I was actually thinking today with, with the keyword of being first, this is interesting because if they did make them timed exclusive, that is almost a kind of, as Jeff was alluding to, that's a year's worth of time yeah. for people to learn that like, hey, you could be playing this right now if you got Game Pass. Yeah. You know, it's like you and for just ten dollars a month. That might and that that might yeah. be enough because then you say we've also got this super cheap console. You don't have to get rid of your PS Five. Just add this little guy. Look how cute right. he is. Yes. Just put him right. I'm there sure there's people that'll be like, it. "Screw it, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to wait." But like, that's not most yeah. people. No, I think right. they don't care about those people because those people were always going to. Yeah, do they're that, never going right? to. They're probably not coming over. Mm-hmm. They want the wafflers. They want the middle. They want the people who are like, I don't know. This thing is the size of like. I don't want to wait a year to play Elder Scrolls. My friends are playing it. It's two. Right. Ni- it's a two ninety nine console. Boom! It's the size of a big Bible. I can find a mm-hmm. spot for it. <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> it's true. It's so cute and tiny. Jeff, did you get I, one of these? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right here. So, I love it. It's, so adorable. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. I yeah, want I agree. One. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got uh, questions. Oh yeah. The but last thing I'll say about this is that he's CFO. He he definitely is in the know to a certain extent. But but Phil doesn't answer to him. Uh, oh, that's good. Past True. And talk directly to Satya Nadella. Uh, and I'm sure that the CFO is involved in those conversations, but uh, that's not it's not his day to day. And I don't think that um, I, I doubt that he is 
directly privy to uh, Phil's like exact thinking on okay. this. And uh, so, so uh, I think he's speaking in general terms and I think he's speaking like, you know, when we talk about the strategy for Xbox, it is game pass. And how does that make sense? And, and I think like he has a, a, bro a broad idea of what the strategy should feel like for the company that Microsoft is today. Uh, but I don't know if we're going to get it very, if we were trying to like deconstruct this to get the exact insights of what's going to happen, I, I bet it's a um, sort of a red herring, a distraction about what's really going to happen. Yeah. My husband said it best. He's like, he's, he talks like a money guy because he is a money guy. Yeah, and he's like, exactly. no, he's going to talk. He's hedging. Cause I made him read this. Just my husband has no investment, right? His investment mm -hmm. is he's an accountant and he reads tax documents. Right. And he's just like, yeah, this is hedging. This is, this is what we want to do and how we want to make money, but this isn't, we're not telling you anything. He's like, exactly. Talks like a money dude. Yep. Before we get into our Xbox series of questions, which we have a bunch, I'm so excited. So many questions. And Jeff Grubbs here. Um, Jeff, I want to ask you, are you, do you have the PC xCloud streaming beta? Uh, oh, oh, no, I don't. No, I, yeah, okay. I, I haven't, I've been very busy. I wanted to ask because I've seen previews, so I thought it was okay to talk about, but I didn't know. I, I, I've been, I, I, they probably have invited me and I probably just haven't. Uh, responded because okay. I've been so busy reviewing the Radeon GPUs that I've been uh, heads down and not paying attention to my inbox at all. So uh, I'll check on that. I, I heard the I heard the rumors that that was that was starting, uh, yeah. but uh, like I, I and I saw like some screenshots that made it look like oh that looks like it's on a PC. Okay, I'll have to check in on that. But no, I I haven't tried it. Um, uh, yeah. So what's the deal with that? Like I, I, like, I haven't discovered the one thing that I want to know because I'm a Chromebook user. I want to know is it is it PC Windows 10 client only, or is it just kind oh. of like a early access? You can get access to the app, and it, it's on anything that'll run the app yet. Um, but I mean, I was watching Jez play it, and it looks great. I mean, it looks like it runs really well, and I imagine a lot of people. <laughs> you see Jeff's screen. <laughs> Jeff, is it you trying to sign in? Oh no. Oh yeah. 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 That's what, uh, that was, Oh wow. That's weird. Yeah. Cause I'm using my phone, this other phone. Oh, so it's like trying to give me uh, that was my two factor. Yeah. 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 Um, but funny. I saw Jess playing it and I thought it looked great. And, um, I'm, my son is particularly excited. We all got free stadia controllers as you did too, Jeff. Right? Oh, I have one in my, I have a thing in my inbox to finish that process. They are excellent mobile and Android controllers. Even if you don't like stadia, is an excellent controller. They they plug nice. and play with Chromebooks. They plug and play with phones. Like so, it's an excellent controller. So uh, I was just interested in that regard. Like, can I get this on my kid's Chromebook? Can we start playing it soon? Um, but it looks great from the previews that I've seen so far. It looks great. I can't wait to play with that because my kids fun. actually have Chromebooks too because of reasons yeah, involving twenty twenty. That's, the, that's so. the cool thing about you know it's can I play it here on my you know. I don't even know what it is. My 2060 Super? Sure, I can, but what's the point? Like, I don't want to do that, right? I want to play it on my right. phone, and I want to play it on my Chromebook yeah. that can't play anything. That's the point. I'll so. do it on my phone while I'm pretending to pay attention in meetings. Don't tell my coworkers. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm good at my job. I best <laughs> sometimes. Whatever. Uh, let's see. I guess we could do questions. We have so many questions. Yeah. Jeff, I'm going to ask you the first question because this one made Wait. me laugh out loud. Uh, Big John wants to know what kind of hair products you use. And I <laughs> laugh at this because you and I have very similar hair. I just wear mine pulled all the way back and you have the volume problem. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. So I have, uh, I've, I've Scottish hair. And Good. as, uh, as Ewan McGregor says, it's, it's the thickest hair in the world. Yeah, man. And so, yeah. And uh, it's, I've got also a, a proceeding hairline, uh, like it, a seating, it like goes forward. It, oh, like, nice, aggressive, you. like it's, aggressive. So it's like, like almost, 
for a long, it, it, if you look here, there's some like hairs that almost attach my eyebrows to my hair. Like it, it, it's happening. You're having the New Jersey Italian uh, exactly. experience, yeah, yeah. which is my hair. I, I have, I am a New Jersey. It's big. I have a lot. Yeah, my uh, I had a, a a girlfriend in high school, and her mom said I had the hairline like Joe Piscopo, which it, I still don't understand, but I think that's what you're saying. There. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the Italian yeah. hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, I um. It, it, Mostly, I try not to do too much to my hair uh, because uh, I'm in Colorado. It's very dry, and uh, if I do too like too much shampoo, too much product, a lot of times it'll get dried out and cause problems. Uh, so what I do is I um, I mostly just use a, a pretty decent conditioner and no high shampoo. Five. High five. And yep. Yes, and and then I, I and then I try not to dry it too much with a towel and like maybe a t-shirt or just kind of let it go. Yep. Um, and then just brush it really well. And that's I, pretty much it. I feel very seen right now because it's like, yeah, exactly. I, like I don't I tell people often I don't wash my hair with shampoo more than like once a week because it gets a, it becomes a frizzy nightmare. Like I look yeah. like I look like I stuck my finger in a light socket aggressively, like not a yep. little for a long time. So I did the same thing. <laughs> so I feel I feel pretty good about that. My now. wife made a funny Joseph Momoa like comment when I when I showed her the picture of Jeff. So I don't it's know if you hair. ever got that ever. She was like, it's kind of like Jason Never. Momoa's uncle. He's just <laughs> perfect. I love that we got to have this conversation today on this podcast. I'm so happy right now. Thank you for humoring me. Jeff. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't ever get people on the show who have my like because it's usually dudes with short hair. Yeah. So this is where yeah. I live now. Don't, yeah. Don't do yeah, the curls. I got all the curls. You got the curls. You don't have the volume problem. That's true. It's a real issue. I cut it. No, I cut it often because of that reason. <laughs> my husband. My husband. I has can't cut hair. my hair. No. Because I, 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 every time I try to cut it. No one's ever done a good haircut on me ever in my life. Uh, I guess unless I buzzed it. Like when I when I was a kid, I would buzz it. Uh, and then like I was in my senior year of high school. And I'm like, I'm just gonna let it go. And I'm like, oh, wow, I have curly hair. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't even know I had curly hair. Um, and then uh, well, I tried cutting it every time after that. And uh, you know the character It's Pat? Like Pat from Saturday Night Live? Yep. Uh, yeah, that it would, I would end up looking like like them. And so it was like... Yeah, not exactly the style I was going for. Um, I yeah. uh, <laughs> I almost had a, a Britney Spears meltdown moment during this uh, pandemic where I was like, I'm just going to buzz my own. who's going to care anymore. But then right. my husband's like, put the clippers down. Like he's like, I know. Don't. I, he's wrestling you. He's like, right? yeah, all the time. I'm like, man, I should just do this. I was holding them after cutting uh-huh. his hair because he's got that like very short, thin, blonde German hair that you just buzz real quick. Right. And he's like, you need to put those down. He's like, do not turn into Britney Spears during her meltdown. He's like, I'll never yeah. let you. Jack and I like buzzed our heads over the summer. And Melissa, yeah. like barely. She wanted to cry yeah she hates him and cut her all hair off oh i i just i do my husband's and my son's my daughter has my hair sorry girly good luck with that so (laughs) all right now we can talk about video games i feel good now uh let's see what do we want to talk about here all right this one's good from chase what was the biggest surprise or positive you immediately saw from the series s jeff since you've got one I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, the the size is obviously the first thing that I think I t- it's it's hard not to be like the thing you take away. It's like right. it's it's so small, it's it's tiny, but I think it's just um overall I think it fills it fills its purpose. Like it uh, it is um a good enough 1080p box. Like the fact that some games are running at 120 frames per second on it uh at 1080p and I know it's supposed to be 1440p, but I I never bought into that. It's always 1080p. Yeah. I think if you're the kind of person buying one of these um the 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 likelihood that you have a display to do 1440p is very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to be playing it on a 1080p screen anyhow. And at 1080p, it's it seems to be rock solid. Um, I, I um, 
and I, I guess the other thing is like, oh, games are smaller. When I first yeah. when I did the review, that hadn't happened yet, and so I was like, oh no, uh, this is this is going to be a problem. And now that they are showing like, no, like some games are like thirty three percent smaller. I'm like, okay, that is a relief. This this storage size is still going to be kind of cramped, um, but that's going to give you a little bit more breathing room and and enough room where you shouldn't rush out and try to buy that two hundred twenty dollar expansion card. Just wait and see what happens with storage down the line, uh, and just you know clear the fridge for now, and then uh, and see what happens in the future. So uh, th- that it was it was a nice surprise to see that, but um, overall it was like yeah, it's just so small, it's and tiny. tiny and quiet. Is and it is it just as quiet, and does it boot up just as quick? So it basically yeah, feels yeah, that, so yeah, 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 it feels like uh, you know booting up a, a Windows laptop with SS, with an SSD. It's it's not that same slick. speed that both the Xboxes have now. It's yeah, light. I would. I would buy one of those for my living room TV as a media box because That's everybody in my house thing. is comfortable with the UI only for that reason, yeah. not for like your mom. Don't do that. But like my whole family knows how to operate that UI. So right. I would totally do it just for that because my Roku yeah. is old, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be great for that. And I think, you know, especially when you connect it, when you connect it to like a smart speaker or something like that, and it, that works pretty well, yeah. you know, ask play uh, certain apps and stuff. Um, I think that uh, it works with, you know, it's got the IR receiver in the front. And Ooh. so you, it works with like universal remotes. Yep. It works with the old media remote for the Xbox one. Um, and then there's like new media remotes coming out that, that work with it and make it very simple to use. And if you, if you set up those pins, like yeah. it, it's very easy to get to your media apps in a, like a click. So yeah, I, I uh, I'm, I'm, that's my plan. So I got both all, I got the PS5, the Series X, and the Series S all right here on my desks because I'm, con- I'm going to continue making content. Uh, but once I kind of get past this early period and I start figuring out where these are going to go in my house, the, the Series S is going to go where like my kids watch TV the most Same. and it'll, it'll yep. be that, that media box. Although I am like the one regret is that the, the one S that they watch right now does have the USB like uh, antenna connected yeah. to it. Yes, oh. kids every day. Uh, and it's going to be like, oh, man, do I have to give that up? Or should I just keep this, the one S and the series S here? Uh, I don't think I'm going to do have that. No, you're not app, though, right? There is that. Yeah, they have an app for that. You don't have to go over antenna to get it. No. No, I know, but it, there's there's some value in just um, yeah. kind of letting the, the the getting the airwaves um, sure. where it's like there is no interface. It's not, it's like, it's just going to, they're going to keep, uh, uh, you know, giving you good uh, live TVs. There's something different about live TV. There is. And also yeah. I can watch like football games and stuff. I was just going to say, I know TV. there's another reason, but the thing about live yeah. TV with little kids is like, they don't have this compulsion to fiddle with the interface. Like it's just on. Right. And I, and sometimes we use PBS as background noise sometimes. Cause I'm also a nerd like that where I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you don't need, it's either, see that or like the great british baking show you don't need mm-hmm. youtube on in the background all the time no. i love you but not. please don't do that so. i mean i yeah. i said it last week i'll say it again though i'm really impressed with valhalla on the series s even though i think it's 900p i mean it looks really good F- knowing yeah. what it is and i'm blowing it up on a big screen like yeah. i have a big screen in my living room and it looks great i was impressed i came away i was just like man this is um it's not as good as an experience but it's a comparable like yeah. for the money saved, like this is a comparable experience. This is not, like I said, if you if you had no, if you didn't know, you wouldn't have known. If you just walked in yeah. the room, you would have known. And and the, uh, the upscaling in these machines is so good that yes. the upscaling from 900p to 1080p is going to be uh, impossible to discern. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to be able to see it. So uh, I, I get that people get hung up on the numbers, but uh, I, I just don't. I wouldn't. There's no point in it I anymore. Agree. It's And it's, it's only going to get... Uh, it's only going to be less of an issue as we we do get eventually the super sampling from from uh, AMD and Microsoft's like machine learning. Um, 
that, that that's just going to make that's going to flip this whole thing on its head. And I think that it's going to like Sony and Microsoft will have the same uh, similar tech. Um, but you apply that to the Xbox Series S, and maybe these games that are running at 900p do start running at 1440p or what is effectively looking like 1440p with the same performance profile. And that's that's like you know a, a mid generation refresh with yeah. just a software update. And that could be that could be huge. It's computers are always going to pick up the resolution, right? But human eyes, like I think people get really hung up on that stuff. It's like human eyes cannot do that. Like that's just yeah. like human ears cannot discern some of the frequency <laughs> ranges that people get really hung up on. I'm like, dude, you're like you're in your 40s. Like you can't hear yeah. that frequency range anymore. You know, and like you're sitting the way the way people sit from how far are they sit away from their TVs and like. When a TV is in motion, you lose a ton of resolution True. density, and it's and so uh, any game where you're like moving around, which is all of them, uh, you're you're not going to see that stuff really. And it, it's yeah, it's not worth getting hung up on. Right. I, I get why like early on when the PlayStation Four and Xbox One were coming out, and people were trying to find the difference between these two very similar boxes. They're like, well, this one's doing 1080p and this one's doing 900p. I'm just going to get the 1080p one because it's also cheaper and doesn't come with the friggin' connect. And so I, I get that. I got I get I get why we did that then. Uh, we should be past that now when these consoles are pretty comparable otherwise. And, and uh, yeah, they're basically and, doing uh, the same things. Yeah. Right. And you're saving $200 now to get, to get like the, you know, if you're downgrading on the resolution, it's because you're going with the S and you're saving $200. And, so. you know, I've mentioned this a number of times, Jeff, you probably know this, like what's the density of people in the United States with 4k TVs? Like there's not that many people yeah. and they're not ready to drop those big dollars on those sets yet. So right. if you're most of them a, don't even have it set up right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh my God. My mother. Yeah, they don't I even know like, if they motion smoothing, but they don't even know like that to go into their settings and like set it to like HDMI 2.1. They're right. stuck on 1.4. They're not, you know, they are like, well, I'm getting 4K 120 and they're getting like. Yeah, even those TCLs are set, I think, at 1.4 by default. You got to set them to 2.0. And, or yeah, you have those to have been out for years. Too. Or you have yeah. to push a firmware update. I had to do that on my yeah. LG and it's a 2016 set. I still had to push a firmware update. So, you yeah. know it's just one of those things like most people that box makes so much sense slap that thing in play video games it'll be faster you'll feel good you know on yes. that i'm gonna segue to kevin's question heaney writes Go is for the it. xbox series s garbo as eat the hype that's me famously said mr grub now some context jeff we were talking about the consoles in our discord and i was talking about uh to our playstation 5 folks um because i run another show called game tech where we talk about all these frame rates and resolutions and stuff and somebody asked me if i was going to be playing the series s and i said no i'm not playing that garbo and apparently the folks that were getting the series s as their main console have still clung to that weeks later that still <laughs> has them a little sensitive in the heart kevin included so once you uh correct me where i'm wrong Oh man, that shit's Garbo. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I was really, really hoping you were going to do that so I could clip so it out much. later and use that for things. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course, no problem. I, I look. I think I, I'm very happy with where the S sits. Am I going to play it when I have an X sitting right here? Usually not. No. Which was my uh, point. When, yeah, and it's yeah exactly. Uh, I have the I have the options. I mean, honestly, I got a, a Radeon 6800 XT in this computer over here, better than all this stuff, and yeah. you know the 3080. Uh, I'm going to be playing on those a lot of mo mo most of the time still. Uh, but once I start getting these consoles really, you know, embedded in my household, and I do have like the ser the Series S down here when when I'm hanging out with my kids and you know they're they're, and they're done watching TV and they go play with their toys and I get a chance to you know to really quickly boot up a game with quick resume and and you know to boot up in the menu and it's super fast and it's not like the one the one s where it took forever to get into a game and it was like by the time i got it going the kids were coming back and saying no i want to watch my show again uh I, I could totally see the the series s fitting in my into my life 
uh, better than the last generation consoles. But when it's time to sit down and like, oh, d- daddy's going to play a game for real. It, it's not going to be the Series S. So. Yeah, that's same. Yeah, but it's no, there's no shame. And if that's what you're playing games on, uh, no, that this thing exists for a reason. And it, it's for people who want to save money and don't really care about the difference between 1080 and 4K, which should be most people, honestly. I Kevin, think- Kevin is definitely that person. I think for the most people that are going core Series S out of the gate, it's a complimentary piece. Kevin's a PlayStation player. So he's getting the Series right. S. Perfect. Because he's going to get a PS5. You know, yeah, like, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, you get the Series S, Series S then. Don't spend $500 on two different machines or, or whatever. Just, you know, get the cheaper model. And then it, later down the line, if you feel like, man, I am playing a lot more Xbox games than I expected, especially now, you know, they got Bethesda and all these games coming to Game Pass. Uh, later down the road, you can upgrade probably for cheaper. And th- that'll be totally fine. But if you're going to be playing PS5 most of the time, a complimentary Xbox Series S is exactly why the Xbox Series S exists. So it's that's so, great. It's so smart. You put yeah. it at the same price as a Switch and stand in the store and think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I love Nintendo stuff a lot, but it has the same price as that box. Yeah, I was going to say, it's had... the new thing. Plus, it's new. It's not old. You know, it's brand new. Right. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's got a lot going for it. Um, Jason wants to know, what from the PS5 UI would you like to have on the Xbox? Man. No, no. Not much. No, uh, I was going to say, I, I have one too. <laughs> I... I want to say right now, I really strongly feel that the haptics in that controller are amazing. So I don't want to. Not this show. Think, don't don't do this here. I, well, I don't say I'm not. <laughs> don't do this console. here. I will say that I I really dislike it. We have body. a base, Elaine, and you are. Oh, no, the base can calm down. They know who I am. Calm your. Calm I got it. I got it up here because I got to beat Mike Minotti's damn damn run this mountain run. I love falling. Uh, this I know, has been you, so great. Your Astrobot stuff is yeah, Mike's going to be next. I'm going to start coming for Mike next. Like, hey man, you want to yeah, come podcast with yeah. me? Oh my god! But yeah, great. come on. Like that um, that UI for me is I don't know about you, Jeff. I'm struggling. I keep feeling like I'm pressing the wrong button to do what I want to do. Let me ask you guys you know this then, because I mean? a lot of people made a big deal, or I don't want to say a big deal. A lot of people made a deal out of out of the difference, right? Xbox has this old UI that people know. And nothing new or next gen feeling the PS5. Like, how do you feel about that now? Now that you've experienced them both, because I haven't. It and- was it, 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 honestly, I'm surprised it played out exactly how I said it was going to play out. Where it was like, uh, it doesn't matter if it's bad as long as it's new, because people just want to feel like they're getting something new when they're spending a lot of money. And sure. like, I, I made like people. I made the. I compared it to like buying a new car, and people were like, "Well, it's not like buying a new car." I'm like, "Nope." Before you buy, before you own the car or before you own the system, it's exactly the same thing where you imagine what it's going to be like to have this thing. And you were like, man, it'll be nice to have all this new fun gizmos to play with on the UI of my car or the UI of my video game system. And, and makes it a lot when you're doing this imagination in your head, that is you convincing yourself. It's a really great idea to spend a lot of money on something. And once you spend the money, it doesn't matter anymore to the company that was trying to convince you with, with, with this is four stops lessons. They are trying to convince you to spend that money because once you spend it, they already have your money and it doesn't matter if the UI is worse or annoying or, or just has some quirks and you can't figure out, turn on out. the lights or the windshield yeah, wipers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you become yeah, your you, dad. You don't know, open your gas thing and you like, you're, it, gets, it gets emptied for the first time. And you're like sitting at the gas station about to cry because you can't figure yeah. out how to fill up your gas tank. And this has never happened to me. No, not um, me either. Of course not. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like, you, you get like, it's like, it doesn't matter. You already spent the money. That was the hard part was getting you to spend the money. Correct. And so it's not that big a deal. I'm, I'm fully confident that Sony is going to improve this UI. Um, it's just, them coming out saying we're, we're leaving no pixel untouched and it's very clearly just slapped on top of what they had with the ps4 um 
to me, it's like, okay, this was just a, a, a transparent four stops lessons thing where they're trying to build up this narrative of why you should be excited to spend a lot of money. And in the end that so far, you know, early on they did, they have made it worse. And I think my, my big thing here is when you hit the PlayStation button in a game, it, it just brings up all these cards and I'm yeah. looking at them and it's like, and I know this is like, okay, now you can jump to these other things in this game. And that is I 99 times out of a hundred. That is not going to be what I want when I press the PlayStation button. Like when, when I'm in a game, I'm, I want, yes. I'm pressing that. Cause I want like to control my things in my system or I want to go to do something else. And there, you know, there's stuff here on the bottom. I can go figure that stuff out, but it's just like, would you guys call a, it busy? Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's an extra layer of button presses that I have to press to get to the bar of things I actually want to do. Elaine That's knows where is. I'm going with that. Yeah. It's, I it's said it was like, busy the first day we saw it and I got, I just, boy, I, I, I took on all comers that day. <laughs> It's it's like the, they they pop up the cards and below the cards if you kind of press down or it depends on the game and what's going on you get to the stuff you want that's, I usually just exactly want to what accept I was saying. there's just like a lot of stuff it's a lot I I press the PlayStation button when I want to go home so I yeah. just wish it would bump me home that's and I wish it would let me make folders for things oh my god why did you take that away now, from I me? haven't played the PlayStation Five yet but the one thing that I've read about that I really wish Xbox would do is being able to set certain preferences in the settings and then applying it to games. Because It's great. Every single I'm, game that, is the thing. that, that is I great. that I get into, I get in there and I got to set the frame rate and I got to set the, the gamma and I got to set my controller preference and I got to set inverted and subtitles. And I'm like, it'd be really nice if I didn't have to do this constantly. That should That's absolutely the thing, yes. It's so yes. good. So to answer the question, that is this, like yep. having global inverted Y on PlayStation 5, um, and so far it seems to be working pretty well. I think maybe a couple games haven't honored that, but um, like going back and playing like backwards compatible with Xbox 360 games on the Xbox Series X and having it still remember my preference for inverted Y, all of these years later, it is baffling to me why this is not still included in every Xbox going forward. So. Yeah. Uh, if they, if I could pick anything, it would obviously, yeah, it would absolutely be that that with a bullet for sure. Yeah, nailed it. That is that is good. That is very good. I, besides that, I, look, Sony will make it. the The PlayStation Four interface wasn't great to start with either, so right. um, I agree with you. I'm pretty confident it'll be better, but it's not my favorite right now. Where Rob do we want to go next? Uh, Rob has three questions, Jeff. Yeah, How long before cross save cross cross progression becomes the norm for Xbox and Windows? Uh, I, I mean. It's, it shouldn't be too much longer because I, I think like we're marching towards that with stuff like uh, you know the, the the Game Pass cloud streaming and stuff yep. like that. If that's going to be coming to PC, they're going to they're going to start thinking about these games in a, a much more holistic way. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be too much longer. It, it's like obviously like a step on the path that we're on, and uh, I think uh, one day we're going to look be, look around and be like, oh, we are we're fully here, and we didn't mm -hmm. even realize that every game is just fully synced and fully uh, fully into in, in, in connection with one another, no matter where the platform is. We had a member of the team who got a PlayStation 5 and he forgot to back up his cloud saves. And when he sold his PlayStation 4, he, he had to start all over again. And uh, my first reaction to that was he probably got used to it because he also has plays on Xbox. He probably got used to it on Xbox. That's probably what will happen on the PC front. One day you'll just start noticing it'll happen. There'll never be an announcement or something. I mean, because I know they already do it with their first party games. And I believe the yeah, approach, the approach yeah. is to do it with basically every game pass game that's just basically xbox's approach to do it as a system it's a system-wide right. approach right and uh, that's how it worked on my console you know i plugged in my hard drive and clicked up and my saves right there and i just keep going so yeah i, I will say that um 
the the way Xbox has been approaching this stuff, where uh, you know, you know, smart delivery is is maybe the best uh, example of it, where like we are just going to do this stuff for you because that's clearly why you're buying a console yep. um, or even why you're getting into game pass on PC. Like you kind of just want this stuff to work. And um, I, it is surprising that Microsoft is the company that's kind of just making stuff work in the gaming space. I think a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. they are, it's, they're proven that they, they're, they know how to make it just work. I think the cloud saves are very good. Uh, seeing how like multiple versions of games work on the PS five compared to the Xbox series X. It's like, Oh, smart delivery actually is a really big deal, and it actually is sparing me a huge headache of seeing two versions of Miles Morales install on my yeah. PS5 yeah. and realizing one of them's the PS4 version, not even realizing I, I selected that and having to figure out which one's which and like same deal with Call of the Duty. wrong one first. Call of Duty is like, like the oh, one man. game on Xbox that's not doing it. And it's like, you're the biggest game in the world. What the hell are you guys doing, Activision? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's weird when a game doesn't do, yeah. like yeah, go, go and go it stands out. Go, it's jarring. It stands like, out as and it's really bad because yep. it's like, oh, no, the, 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 there are reasons why Microsoft made a big deal about this stuff. And it wasn't just like weird gimmicky marketing. It, they foresaw that these things would be an issue and they solved them before they ever became a problem. And, and they're only a problem when games try to avoid it for, for monetary reasons. Yep. That's impressive. That's like really like yeah. uh, having that sort of uh, that, that, that being able to see into the future like that is not something that companies are good at generally. And uh, I think the fact that Microsoft is sort of calling out these, these problem spots saying we have engineers that know how to fix that. And, and we have designers that can make it go real smooth. Let's just do it. Uh, that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to call that out as like really impressive stuff. They definitely are leveraging their software people who know how to make services work. Like they're going, yes. hey, you know, you guys have done pretty okay with this. Maybe you should do it for this too. And it's real smart and it's been very smooth. I have that's to right. It's like, you know, they're not the best company that across the board, like Teams is still a mess. Oh, it's and a like, trash fire, and, but... And like Skype and all kinds of other I stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, you know, when it comes to Xbox, there's something happening there where uh, there are people, the very smart people figuring out what the problems are before we even realize that they're problems. I think having locked in pieces of hardware to solve those problems on is always easier too from a software yeah, point of view. They know them. exactly what they're dealing with and which, yeah. what number of what they're dealing with. So it's, yep. they're, they do it well for this. You're right. I agree. This is like their leverage, like their competitive advantage as a company. Because even like the Xbox One, right? The dashboard was a disaster with Kinect and everything. They fixed yeah. it. It took a while, but they fixed it. And like you go back to the 360, they're always iterating and they're always kind of improving. And uh, that's one thing I don't think you ever have to. It's not like the Nintendo. You're like, are we ever going to get this? You know, on the on the Switch. Like that's not right. Microsoft's way. Like they're constantly kind of like hacking at it, trying to make it better. Um, Rob also wants to know how are we liking the new share button? How long before the in inevitable Elite Series Three comes with a share button? Um, I am Mister Share Button, so I will say that I am enjoying it quite a bit. I am finding that the the sync to your phone is taking a delay and the delay, yes. it comes and goes, you know, it's not always the same. I've had it as long as an hour, believe it or not. So like the whole new thing on Xbox is you click the button, saves a screenshot. And then if you have the Xbox app on your phone, it syncs to your phone. You can download the and share the picture from your phone. So you don't have to type on your controller several times in Valhalla. It's taken a, an hour or so for that picture to show up on the phone. So yeah. I don't know if it's a network thing or if it's just a thing, but they're, they're seem to be a little bit behind. I think it's a network thing. I, yeah. I agree. Uh, I think it's been my my guess so far, based on what I've seen, because it's happened to me too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, hope, I hope they they you know they, they iron that stuff out because it's a really good idea. The way that works when it does work, it it feels like magic, and it's exactly how I want that to work. Right? Exactly. We all 
everyone wants to just like take a picture of their screen with their phone. And it's like, well, what's better than that? It's like, okay, if I just hit a button and it appears on my phone, that is like the one thing that is better than just like more convenient than just taking a picture of the screen. Right. Yep. And, and when that works, it's like, oh, okay, this it's right there. It's very easy to edit it. It's not like a, you know, a hassle to like figure out how to download it. I can do it really quickly for my phone and uh, put it in like Photoshop or whatever, if I want on, on my phone without having to think about it, if that's something that I want to do. And that's cool. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, yeah. To answer the question, I'm I'm also really liking the share button. Um, but that that the, the the bumps that you've described, or I hope they figure that stuff out. It's definitely Same. improved. Like it's way oh, better yeah. than the guide button and then X oh. Y and all that. And I love that it's. If anything, I would actually suggest the Xbox to consider taking the capture menu out of the guide altogether, out of the guide menu, because it's just mapped to that button now. You no longer need that navigation there because you you press for screenshot, you hold for video, you double tap to get there. And that's faster than hitting the guide and navigating anyway. So take it off the guide and put something else there, you know, like make that faster to get somewhere else. Um, yeah. If I could offer a piece of advice. May, may replace that with, you know, I know this is not something that they want to do because I think they want to just do everything for you, but replace that with a menu that does let you go and manage your quick resume. Cause I would like to be like, yeah, good guy. No, Perfect. Keep, this, good. keep this game in quick resume at all times. Yes. I am starring it. No matter what happens, don't lose this, this save, this, this uh, safe state. I, uh, I would like that. I, yeah. It's, it's against their, their philosophy. I think right now where it's like, we don't want you to have to think about that stuff. Um, but I think if they just, you know, the hide it under one level where it's like, no, if you you don't have to think about it, but if you do want to think about it, there are some power power user options there. I would enjoy that. Me yeah. too. I think that's one that I would love to have too, because I just want to know what's in Quicker Zoom and what the hell it's doing. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. or I did think it at the very least, we should know that. Yes. Yeah. Or did it crash out of Quick Resume because Assassin's Creed Valhalla just straight up doesn't work? And I just want to be reminded, like, oh, that's right. Does it? It ha- It did I not was just as going of to last say, week I, for me. I have found Quick Resume to be much more dependable recently. And okay. launch day ish, day after launch day, like yeah, that right. sounds- yeah. it's getting better. It is, yeah, I, I have seen some of that, but I because I popped from sh- Valhalla to Call of Duty last night two or three times, right back and forth. I just go back to Tetris from whatever other game I'm playing. So this is where my life lives. That game works great. Quick, uh, the the share button I like is somebody who does share screenshots to Twitter frequently Mm -hmm. because there's just nothing worse like i do it on the switch all the time and it's like oh typing on this thing sucks i don't want to do this i want to do it on my phone because i'm faster at it so yeah i do like it for that i don't need it but i do like it for that so yeah and they can improve it they can let you take batches of photos instead of downloading one at a time and things like there's lots of things they can do to improve it and i hope they will and i think they will we've already seen like how much has the Xbox app changed in like six months? They've gone from having like full Game Pass streaming and accounts and everything. They've stripped it all out to make their way around iOS and get all everything over there. Like they're going to keep adding to it. Eventually, once they get all their roadblocks out of the way, they'll kind of, you know, they'll throw everything back into it. I do mm-hmm. like that new mobile app like a lot. Oh, I, mean, like, yeah. I like both mobile apps a lot. As I say, I listened to PlayStation XP folks and they were like, man, I got this new mobile app on PlayStation and I can manage my account and see the store. It's like, yeah, we've been doing that. It's, it's, <laughs> but I like, I, and then the setup, the, allowing me to set up the console with a QR yeah. code that pushes my settings from an account I'm already logged into is aces for we've both We've been consoles. doing that on that Xbox. Like, that's a thing that's been going on. I haven't set up a console in Oh, years. I know. I'm, I'm not trying to shame you guys. I just, you just know, it's, like, huh so exciting <laughs> it's interesting because I, and i i understand exactly what it is i'm not trying to to fan fan wars here but like 
there's just so many more PlayStation fans in the world, right? Than Xbox fans. Yeah. And it's so hard as an Xbox fan to hear PlayStation fans get really loud about a feature that Xbox has been having. It's like if I, you I, really I've cared about Android. that feature, I was just gonna you say should yeah, be playing on the beginning. And boy, it's it Ooh. never gets it, you never get over like no. Apple people being like, "Man, look at this new thing." And like, we've been doing this for an three Android. years. I'm also an Android. Like, literally, I, I use that every day. Same. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I'm also an Android user, and all of my friends are iOS users. And they're like, "Did you see this announcement?" I'm like, "I've had this crap for like three years. You guys yeah, don't listen to me." Exactly. <laughs> so I feel this every single day. Of and, and it's like there's there's no getting through that because they're no. just going to be Apple people. They're just going to be PlayStation yep. people. There's nothing we do. And it really isn't real to them until it's on their thing. Because why else would they? They're not going to go get the other things. So they don't yes. care. And it's like I get it. It's fair. It's still exciting to them. Still frustrating. Yes, but still you feel like you've been like screaming into the void because yeah, I do yeah, talk yeah. about that like, stuff and people don't hear story me. Story of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Screaming um, into the PlayStation void. I have I have a husband who doesn't care about any of this stuff. So that's real fun because he just looks at me. He's like, did you see this article? I'm like, bro, I told you about that six months ago. And he's like, oh, <laughs> it came on Yahoo Finance. I'm like, I don't. I love you. He's like my dad. I love him so that's, much. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nathan wants to know with PlayStation 5 having the resistance controller triggers. Then playing Forza with the impulse triggers. Both are great. And the impulse was criminally underused last gen. Do we see these being more used next gen or supported equally? I'm excited about this because both of you have played this fancy PlayStation 5 controller that by all accounts is awesome. It's real good. I really, really like it. I know that for some people it's actually off-putting. Like there's too much going on and it's like a lot. I... I would love to see more games use this. The, the stuff that it's doing with like different trigger resistance on different guns yeah, in Borderlands is mind blowing to me. Yeah, so. I, I I really like the triggers. I uh, I'm very excited to see that Steam is getting full support for the for the Dual Sense uh, because of the triggers. Uh, the haptics I have not been. Uh, I think people just built it up too much before I got a chance to use it. And so when I got it, I was like. Yeah, I get it. It's it's like the haptics I have on my phone or like when I type on my phone, I get a haptic feedback and it's like, oh, you're clicking on a key. It's what it, that's what it feels like. Right. I'm like, yeah, OK, it's rumble. Uh, and, and, and um, you know, I, I think um, I have to I have to pay attention to it. Like I have Astro Bot, I have Astro running through the sand and and I'm like when I'm just actually playing the game. I don't, I, it just feels like rumble and it's in the background and I barely actually even register it. And maybe this is like a me problem. Maybe I have like sensory issues or something, but I'm, I'm barely registering it. Can you and still I think taste like, and smell? Yeah. Oh God. Oh no. This might be an adult problem. Like I, I've held right. two controllers for too long because when I give that controller to my kids, they make comments about it throughout the yeah, session. No, I, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. So. No, and I, 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 but I think, um, people talk a lot about the, the the haptics i think people are underselling the speaker because i think the speaker you know what you could taste and smell is actually a really good analogy here because i think a lot of people are like um oh this thing tastes really good and actually they're smelling it and it's the smell that's doing a lot of the work and i think in in the case of the dual sense the speaker is actually the taste and it's doing a lot of the work so like the like having astro run through the sand so hearing uh, yeah, the, it the, makes the feel better Yes, I would agree. That's it is delivering so much more information than people realize. I think like, yes, the rumble does kind of feel like you're, you're digging your toes in the sand a little bit, but it's really, honestly, when you're, when you pay attention to it, it feels like rumble to me, to me, when you hear it, when you compare it with the sound of the, of the speaker though, making the of like digging your toes into sand, it's like, Oh, okay. When you combine all these things, it really is delivering that experience. But, um, 
uh, I, I also think that a lot of that would work really well with just the speaker because the speaker is so much better it's than, the Dual, than the DualShock Force. Like awful, awful speaker. Oh god, that was um, but 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 that, none of that's to say that the haptics are bad. It's just like it's the, it's the haptic experience that I've been having on VR and, and my phone for a long time. So I just wasn't as blown away by that. I think the triggers are, are very cool. Uh, a similar thing where it's like I have to be I have to like pay attention to it. If I'm not if I'm just playing the game and I'm focused on the game, I'm just pulling the triggers. And honestly, I don't feel like if it's like giving me a ton of resistance or just a little bit of resistance. Mike was telling me like when you're Spider Man and Miles Morales, and it feels like you're like doing the thing where you're like you're touching the inside of your thing your thumb there like you get that or the inside of your palm there and you feel like just that little bit of resistance from like the meat of your hand and uh, i'm playing it and i'm like i've, I've been playing it for hours and i'm like oh yeah he mentioned that right am, am i feeling that and i had to kind of like try to pay attention to it so that's why mm. maybe it's me um but but it's i think that uh i i think this stuff's gonna fade into the background pretty quickly for a lot of people and i do think that's why uh it's at risk of of getting um, ignored by developers because I think they might think that people uh, are really surprised by the gimmick right now. And yeah, we'll, 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 you know, we'll add some profiles here or there to make sure that, that we have support for this stuff. Um, but I, we're probably never going to get another thing that's even close to Astro after oh, this. Oh, definitely not. Okay. I so I was going to go from there and ask you, like, does Xbox need to do something like that going forward? They don't have to. I think that they... It's gonna. It's a tough thing to like be like. Okay, we gotta release. It's. It wouldn't be unprecedented. Like Sony, play the PlayStation had the PlayStation. Then they had, they had to release the the, the Dual Shock to actually add Rumble and add uh, you know dual analog sticks and stuff like that. Uh, and they did that mid generation, and it it went fine. And you could do that. And it's not like you would be adding new inputs. You're just adding you know new outputs. You're add, adding yeah. new things that like are communicate to the player. And so it, it, that's actually an easier thing to pull off. Um, I don't think they have to though. Um, I, I think I do, I do think that like a year from now, uh, I think some people are going to be dual sense diehards and they are going to be like, I want to play everything with the dual sense. Uh, and I, you know, I, and I get that. And I think, you know, sometimes if, if I play more and more games and maybe my opinion on this changes, maybe I'll be that same way. Cause I was that way with like the 3ds. I wanted to play every game with a 3d on through that entire generation when everyone was like, Oh, I always play with a 3d off. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, I, I got this thing for the 3D. I'm I'm absolutely love these gimmicks. Give it to me. Um, and I think there's going to be people like that who are just going to want to play every game with the dual sense. But I think um, the majority of people are going to just kind of it's going to be kind of the thing they 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 begin to ignore. It just becomes part of the overall experience, just like everything else. And they're not going to think about it too much. Yeah, that's my guess. Um, I, I you know I I don't necessarily hope that I'm wrong because I I just I just think this is it's just kind of how it's going to go. Like yeah, that's that's kind of what I expect to happen. I, I see games using those triggers, but I think the haptics, the triggers, like yeah. the rest of the haptics, like I actually see developers maybe pulling back just to get some more juice out of the controller. Because like that, the, the controller battery on that DualSense does not, it's it's in PS4 controller territory for like, yeah. oh, really? so it it's not, I mean, it's a little longer. It's better but it's, now, yeah. but we're, we just got them. Yeah, they're it, brand like new. The battery's going to deteriorate yeah. and, and a year from now. Uh, I bet when you go back to play Astro a year from now, yeah. I bet that battery is going to be like, yeah, below DualShock 4. It, it, um, it's just, it's one of those things. Like they put so much technology in that controller that it eats batteries alive. Like, and that's fine. You know, it eats its battery alive. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it lasts long enough for now. And, and you know, battery technology has advanced. So, so I'm, I'm maybe, hopefully I'm speaking out of turn there where like, I, yeah, I hope that just lasts. But, uh, you know, with, I, 
I really did like the the rumble and the triggers on, on the Xbox controller. And I think Me playing too. Forza with that stuff was like it was valuable. It provided valuable information. And I think that um, the DualSense will have a similar effect. And I just and I do think that the DualSense has a slightly better chance of getting support. Um, and and I hope that translates into to more support for the features that are in the Xbox One controller. But but who knows? And uh, I, I if, I'm, if I'm Microsoft, I'm not. I'm not panicking to respond to the dual sense yet. I am like waiting to see. And, yeah. and I think that's, I think that's probably the, what, what they're going to do is just wait and see. And if they really need to, they can, they are, they're good at making controllers. They can update that thing. It'll be, be a fancy thing to add to like an elite, right? And like, Hey, like we've got this extra level right. thing. If you want to pay, yeah, you maybe, it. maybe you introduce it in the elite and then like uh, in a revision in a holiday or whatever, you, you just it, it filters down into the regular controller, and then every controller going forward just has it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or they just or they just wait it out and don't bother because they see that yeah, developers totally stop using it, and they're yeah. like, "Well, we've got the triggers, so those those two things translate across systems. We don't care." You know, right. I think it'll be interesting to watch that. Jeff, I got two more for you. That's please. Cool. Any more insight? This one comes from Kevin. Any more insight on more games being delayed? And if so, do you think multiple generations are causing those issues in terms of supporting? know cross gen we, we saw that with cyberpunk right cyberpunk specifically said that do you think that's causing the issues with halo and far cry and some of these other ones that we're also seeing delayed it's not helping uh but i don't think it's the key reason um for like i i know that's like the popular theory for halo but i think i think obviously now we should be all all be able to like glance over what's happening over at microsoft with with, with in 343 and be like no, that runs deeper than just like, oh, trying to get it to run on the Xbox One or whatever. Um, I, I think that, yeah, you should continue to expect more delays. I uh, For me, I'm like, every game except for Hitman 3, because I don't, I, if Hitman 3 gets delayed, I'm going to cry. I'll cry too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's just, as long as that one comes out in January, because I'm like, I just got to get through this year. A, and then, a support party for, for yeah, Jeff. 20, yeah, exactly. Happens. 2021 is just waiting for him yeah, with this it's... really great prize. Um uh, but yeah, it's probably going to get delayed too. I think it feels like everything's going to get delayed. Uh, and and I think that, sh- that more than the multiple generations, I, I think that it just comes down to um, COVID still. I know that's like, no one wants to hear that because like, you know, it, it's it's like, oh, really? Have they got Valhalla out, out the door, Jeff? Why can't that's yeah. the thing? I that's the thing I see more than anything else. It's like they got this game out. Why can't everybody else do the same? No, yeah, I know. And Ubisoft is like the one company in the world that has always made games this way. Now, yes. now they you know they've had studios where people went into work, but uh, for a decade, a decade, like a solid decade now, they have been perfecting the fourteen studios working on one game with with fourteen hundred people. Uh, all, all working asynchronously with like, you know, 20, uh, a 24 hour a day schedule where everyone is able to like come to like one online resource, realize what they're supposed to be doing, go do that in their own little pocket. And it all comes together in the end in this magic way. It's why like when, Vivin, uh, when Vivendi was trying to take over Ubisoft, I'm like, this is just a bad idea. I think there yeah. are a couple people running Ubisoft who knows how this whole thing works. And if you try to pull them out of there now, you know, you get maybe you have to pull them out of there because they're you know they're sex fiends or whatever, and they're they're awful people. And then in that case, and do that. But uh, otherwise, it's you know if they're not and they're, and they're running this company, I think that they kind of have a secret understanding of how this whole thing works that is um, very hard to replicate. Or we would have seen more companies replicated by now. But they have so much experience with that. I'm not surprised that Valhalla was able to get out, even though you know it still has that Ubisoft jank. I think they yep. just had an acceptable acceptable amount of jank that just kind of 
you know, if it, some of it was due to COVID, we can't even tell because it's just, it's Ubisoft. It's hard to um, throw stones at an unpolished like game that's like 80 plus hours of content on day one. It's like, oh, right. give yeah. you some slack. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As someone who works at a company that definitely had a hard time making this transition, like, yeah, th- this is just not something that 2020 right. work it's was hard. set up to do. It's hard. And we don't even have to deal with like code cross people. It's CAD drawings and it's still a nightmare. And we're the infrastructure just is not there to do this. And so I, I yeah, like. And, and, yeah, And it's like if you are Ubisoft, you've spent 10 years coming up with version management solutions uh, because this was this was a problem for you on day one before COVID was even like a thing that we knew about. And then suddenly everyone's working at home. Well, now it's just like it's the same concept just spread across, you know, thousands of little pods instead of like 14 big pods. But it's it's the same exact thing. So they were able to just to scale that. And, I you know, I, I think when all this is said and done, um, people are going to go and say, hey, Yves, can we talk? Can you tell me how you do this? Yeah. And a, a lot of other companies could be like, we're going to try to replicate what Ubisoft does and, and, and how they do it in terms of their, their distributed development system. Um, and not just like, Oh, we're going to hire a support studio, which is kind of how it works now. And that becomes a problem because those support studios need to be able to like work in an office. Cause that's how they always have worked. Yeah. And if they can't do that, it's like you, you have this support studio that you're paying and they can't work very well. It's yeah. Hey, I, I, so, so yeah, the, COVID's the, still the issue. That's still the main problem. And that's yeah, kind of, and we're just going to have to kind of, Get over that. And I think for, for, you know, I'm using Valhalla as an example, just because I think I've seen some of the comments that you and a lot of other folks are getting online. And people have also got to remember and realize that those games have been in development. They were supposed to come out last year. They were delayed a year. They've been in development. Yeah. We're not really going to see the impacts of COVID until next year's games are delayed. (laughs) The games that are supposed to come out next year are being delayed, which we're seeing now, because those are the games that are, quote unquote, you know, trying to come to that finish line, that magical point now, and they haven't been able to. Yeah. Um, Before I get to our last question, Jeff, I want to ask you one personally for me and I don't want to put you on the spot, but you don't have to give me names. Uh You know, you dance, you dance as as best you can on the Xbox side, on the Xbox front. We know that at some point Halo will show up hopefully in 2021 and we know Psychonauts. Is there anything else out there? Like I know there's third party stuff. We got Resident Evil and, and, and Crossfire and stuff like that, but you don't have to say names or anything, but is there any reason for hope that Xbox has a second party game or something that you may have any insight on? Cause I really don't uh, know anything else. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I am, uh, of the mind. Uh, and then this is nothing like the, I don't think too many people are going to go like, you know, ape crazy for this, but like, uh, I think that, you know, we saw Forza Motorsport get teased, right. Or, or, or a few, a few months ago, I think that we might get Forza the next Forza horizon game first. Um, and I think that might be coming this this coming year. That's uh, why I said that. Everybody told me that's crazy. I I didn't. I just assumed that they would keep their back yeah, and forth. Th- you know. So it's, yeah, I think they're in, they're in a weird situation where for some reason Playgrounds is is may, it does seem like they might be ready to go uh, first. And I and uh, I think I know the setting, but I'm going to let them. <laughs> I'll let them announce it. But if anyone wants to try to guess, you know, uh, come at me. I'll try not to make faces or I'll have a poker face and stuff, whatever. So, I have no, uh, but I have it, no. I'm, I'm excited. Feudal I'm Japan. Excited. That's always the answer. Right? That's the- <laughs> in one, you got it in one. Wow. Yeah, that's the yeah, answer. It's on the cutting edge. It's we always know the answer. Um, I would love that. That would make me really excited. And I mean, I, I just hope they have something because yeah, it's not, not that I'm not excited for Halo. I think, I think I actually might be more excited for Halo Infinite now than I ever have been in my entire time of owning an Xbox. But, uh, the, the, the lineup overall, especially with the August showcase where they showed so many studios that seemed like they were three years away. 
And yep. it's like, well, what the hell is going to be next year? They've got to have something. Um, so, guess you know, we'll I see. mean, it's I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, Starbound is that is that the uh, Starfield? Yeah. I always want to call it the wrong name. I, I called it Starcraft. <laughs> yeah. No, Starbound. Star, is Starbound's also game. a game. Yeah. Yeah, Starbound's uh, also a game. I can't do that game right. Pick, say yeah. star, so, pitch an adjective, and move along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, starry star. Yeah, it, it's Skyrim um, in space, kids. That's, that's, that's all I have. Space rim. Space yeah. Space rim is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that this deal gets solidified, and then Starfield is is actually pretty close to ready to go. Um, it, it's also not out of the realm of possibility That'd that be a big the deal get, the deal gets you know solidified and they move forward and they're like. Well, let's can't let or let's postpone this game for another year yeah. and really polish it up. Then sure, uh, that's also possible. But um, you know, Starfield has been in development for a very long time. Um, they have had they've known what Fallout seventy six has been for a couple years now. So uh, they've I've likely focused most of the resources resources on Starfield since then. Um, yeah, I, I, if that can come out next year, that sort of changes the narrative for them in a big way. Uh, but I think that, you know, th- this is like ifs and maybes and, sure. and, and I'm less sure. I, I that the Forts Horizon, I, I'm pretty confident that that's probably going to come out in 2021, I think. But uh, but beyond that, I don't know. Wolfenstein three anytime soon. Oh, God, that would be that would be awesome. Let me shoot more Nazis in 2021, please. And that would please. actually, you know, after what, 2020, man, wouldn't that be great? Right. That's what I'm that saying. Would be really good. Give me more. How cathartic would Wolf three be? I need that. that let's say this seems like maybe it like. It could just be, it could be the right timing and they probably are staying quiet about it because of COVID. Maybe they would have announced it at this past E3 and we would have been talking about it for next year anyhow. And instead it's like, well, let's just wait and see and wait until we know. And also Microsoft's talking about buying us. So let's just, yeah. just keep quiet for the now. The deal is official. Um, Starfield's right. out. Here comes Wolf 3. Here's Forza. Yeah, or even like Starfield, like Starfield gets, you know, Earl, you know, six months from now and it's, it's, that's early 2022 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and here's Wolfenstein this holiday. Yeah, that would be yeah, these are the Let's kinds of things that can still fall into place for them in a really big way. And for me, if Wolfenstein 3 comes out and it's exclusive and it's like that's like, okay, well, I'm, I definitely know I'm playing that game because I, I love that series. Same. So, yeah, that's that would be awesome. awesome. And it's excellent for Game Pass, obviously. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that whole series, once you put that whole series on wow. Game Pass, it's going to, it's going like, I, I remember when, they, when Wolfenstein 2 got announced, everyone went back to Wolfenstein. I did. I went back to Wolfenstein and finally played it. Yeah, it's oh, like, good. and I think that game, that whole franchise, the whole series has a really good um, long tail where it can exist on a, on a Netflix style service and just continue to pull people in year for years at a time. Uh, I think it has that appeal. Um, and I'm, man, I would love to go and kill some robot Hitler. Let's that would, that do that. Cool. Let's do more yeah. of that in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Last question for the show comes from Sean. What are Jeff's plans for summer game mess 2021? Can gamers expect from the new E3 hype machine replacement. God, I don't know. Tell me you know, E3's well, coming the, back, Jeff. You know, I I would not never have said that uh, a few weeks ago, but you know, if these vaccines work out, it, it's possible. It's possible that the E3 Oh, can I don't even back. care if it's an in-person thing. I just tell me that there's a, a digital event where somebody is coordinating no, this I, mess. No, I, I don't trust no, if it's not Agreed. a physical event, I don't trust anyone to be able to put it together. Okay. It's not I yeah. It, no one, uh, no one has the pull to be able to like, except for me, of course, with the summer game mess. I'm, I'm and reaching for you back. Oh, I'll, I'll get Alf back from Jeff Keeley. You know, we're working out you know, the, the the arrangements on that. But uh, 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 yeah, I think that there's still a good chance it's going to be a mess. And if it is, 
Uh, I'll do my best to kind of keep everything put together in one place again. We'll see. Boy, that was a, that was a whole thing. Uh, but right now, more look. I think I might do a game of the year thing. I might do Ooh. a Jeff Grubbs you know, awards mess or something like that. That's, to will how- you include Ori? Yeah, yes, I will. Yeah. Already, already, it's yeah. more definitive than the. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. We did. That was one of our five nominees for Game of the Year. So I don't. I don't get it. Don't, don't blame you guys. I got it. Yep. Exactly. It's a good video game. I saw you. I saw yep. your tweet. It was. It was about five seconds. I tweeted. I was like, "This is criminal." And Jeff was like, "Don't, don't, don't give this so much attention. Don't, don't treat this so important. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry about this. Look away. We try to take care of it until don't. they leave Ori yeah, off. But Mike was the same way. That Mike's like fuming and chat and slack. And I'm like, this is it's nonsense. You should not care about. It. First of all, all awards are made up. But these ones are like these. We've I I vote on it. I know what, what like the, what the process is like, and it's so like in the background. It's this email that you get, and you're like, oh my god, I just got a, like an Xbox Series X. Mike's trying to like review Miles Morales and Astro and the PS5, and you want us to talk about Game of the Year right now and all these other categories. Like we left like fighting game blank. People talk about like oh, well, I think that One Punch Man thing got nominated, and like mo- I bet most sites just don't have enough fighting games to nominate, so they just leave it blank. So just weird games get it. excuse me, get in there. So it's like, it's not worth taking seriously. It is a thing to have fun with. And then if you are into gaming, pick a, like a podcast or a, like a YouTube crew that you like and go listen to their discussions for game of the year and have those conversations with your friends. And that is so much more rewarding. And that's where you should, cause you are into gaming and you are someone who you're someone that like absorbs this stuff and you have your own opinions on this stuff and you could be part of the conversation on this stuff. And that's, that's where the real actual fun of, of game of the year happens. Uh, not these awards that we are barely paying attention to when we vote on them. So. And I actually agree. And I said as much in our discord today, I always, I kind of have an ax to grind of these things overall. I kind of make fun of them. Um, it's, it's tongue in cheek. Last year's show was really entertaining. They put on a good show. Jeff did a good job. Um, yes. I thought the year before was even better. I th- and I, I, yeah, I think he's, he's on a good, uh, a good pace for those shows. Yeah, they're, I would agree. I, I just, I, I want to say it. Uh, I felt like I enjoyed the conversation and, and this kind of whole end of the year celebration of games a little bit more when we didn't have a definitive uniform showcase for this, you know, cause it really drowns out all of that conversation. I feel like the podcast and the outlets and the different sites yeah, do that do people, their own yeah, stuff, it's lessened give because it a lot it's, more attention. I thought it's that just I thought Jeff Keighley, like his, yeah. like that show is the only one that counts. And uh, I think that's why people get upset. And I mean, not that I'm upset that I'm going to go, protest or tweet over but like leaving ori off hurts because right now ori is my pick yeah no yeah. i mean it's, it's mike's as well so yeah that's why he was fuming and yeah um and, it's like, man, and, that's and i get it but it's uh yeah i i just looking at it from the inside out i, I just want it's it, the, the amount of energy we spend on this is just this much and so i don't no one should spend more than that on it like getting upset about it is, is kind of how i feel because it's just it's not real like the, yeah like the real awards for us are going to be our own, our own awards. Like when we go and have our own conversations that we'll have like real discussions on our podcast, picking game of the year on game suite decides. And that I, I care way more about that. Cause that's the stuff that it's like where, you know, I actually put skin in the game and I try to explain why like snow runner is actually the best game of the year oh, and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I think that's, I, I think most gaming fans are kind of in that position where, uh, they should just invest in something like that, something that they have a more intimate relationship with, I agree with than you. this very cold process of us 
putting a couple of names on a list and then firing off an email and then forgetting about it until Jeff Keighley announces the nomination. Yeah, I want to hear why. Why is way more important than a list. That's why, like, yes, it, absolutely. I there's agree. no why in the game award. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a show. It's done for entertainment. And if that yeah, does not entertain you, wrong with it. Yeah. yeah, if that doesn't entertain you, then just don't watch it and go listen to somebody who does talk about it the way you yeah. want to listen to it. I totally agree with that. That's usually how I handle it, too. Sometimes mm-hmm. I find that whole conversation exhausting. So I just tweet a list, turn off notifications, yes. and walk away. Sometimes <laughs> that's, that's way how to do I it too. it, too. You know? So it's like, I don't know. It's Game of the Year is always one of those things where I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted with this conversation by December. Just play some yeah. video games. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, that's why people are like, why don't they do this in January or February after all the games come out? It's like the people that watch this stuff would be so fatigued by Game of the, War- Game of the Year Awards by that point. It's that is like, a good point. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I was, we point. were talking about that, too, as well, because you see Spider-Man seems maybe underrepresented. Valhalla seems underrepresented. It's like and, and, and uh, somebody brought up they're like, well, they got mentioned in one of them. I was like, yeah, but they only made one. Because it's right. a seventy-hour game that came out three days ago, <laughs> sure. right? We yeah, had, and, and we had um, when we when we made the nominations, we had Mike had just gotten Miles Morales. He had been playing it for a couple days, but he was the only one on sta- staff that had done so. Uh, no one had de- de- had Demon Souls. Um, Valhalla, I think I had it for a few days, but just a few days. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like when we're like trying to figure out the five games we're going to fit on this list, uh, it's very hard to push those games in there and take something else off. Uh, when, when we have only played a couple hours. Yeah, it's you're, like, eh, it's, I think I like this. You're doing so, it yeah. like speculatively. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like doing that personally. Like I always feel bad yeah, about I that. Mean, it's just, like, what if yeah. I get 40 hours in and Oh God, this thing is a trash fire. Right, and I know this other game is good. Actually. Right. I, know, I know I like this thing. So yeah. Yeah. I don't, stuff. I don't want to live that life. But it, I it, more reasons not to take it seriously. It, yeah. That's yeah. fair. I think that's a good way to put it too. And I appreciate yeah. that insight personally. Cause everybody, I, I want to get upset too. It's like my video game didn't make the list. And I'm like, no, I'm an adult. Calm down. <laughs> it's, yeah. You can still I, love I, this game, you know, like it's, it's okay. easy for me. Cause I had already accepted, like even for our own nominations, I didn't even try to get my favorite games on there. I'm like, Hard Space Shipbreaker is not going to make anyone's game of the year list except for mine. This is why, so. yes, this is why the process of putting together your own list and shuffling things around and tweeting yeah. out for discussion is fun because it's like if it's just me, this is what it looks like in my year. Or, or you know? even like trying to like, like I'll try to get a few of those, a few of my games on, on our site's list, but like explaining why yes, I right. think they should be represented on the Games Beat list to my, to my coworkers. There is value in that. And I think people listening to my yes. explanation there, that is where the, that's where the, you know, the magic happens. That, that's the important stuff to me. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I, and I love those conversations. I don't like yes. it when people get ugly. I just like the, this right, is my, yes. just, it's very fine line to toe. So yes, it, it is. Um, It's the, the yeah, the uh, Daniel Tiger, like people like different things <laughs> yes. and that's just fine. Yes. But remember to be kind. <laughs> I love that you have and, kids that are young enough to know that. Oh, reference. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> I explain why your game is good and not why another game doesn't deserve to have the award. Yeah. It's kind of my, my thing. So I agree point. with that. And I think the yeah. conversation should always be those reasons instead of like, it's good or it's bad or it's trash. Like, right. come on yeah, guys. You, like, you don't need to like take the, take down the other game. If you, if you really believe the other game, the order game is better, explain why right. it's better or, like, and there's you know, value there or what the impact was for you. I love hearing yeah. those stories. Like this part of this game hit me because of that. Like, I love that stuff. That stuff's good. Yeah. I started right. developing my list and uh, there are several games that are in the game, of the awards that are not going to make my list. They just didn't hit for me. I don't sure. even talk about them. Like they just weren't for me. That's it. So they were for you, you know, it's like they weren't for you, but these are the ones that were for me. And these are the reasons why. Yeah. You don't have to say, I don't like, you can just say, I do like, and it's more of a, 
like it's a positive conversation. And, 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 you know, as a, as an occasional critic, you know, I wear many hats in my job, but as an occasional critic, I do, there are some times where I'm going to say, actually, I do believe that this game is bad. And, and that's a tool in my, you know, in my, you know, my rhetorical tool belt that I can need to pull out sometime and be like, so I played Red Dead Redemption 2, and I think that there's many issues with this game that are maybe bad if other games start like taking this as a cue of like where games should be going. That's interesting. And, I, and I'm going to explain why, and I think that's it's important to me to explain why, and I, I and I and I really believe it. So it's not me, uh, you know, uh, you know, the opposite would be like God of War 2018, a game I I don't like, but I can tell it is good, and it's not for me. It is for other people. And I have no issue with people making it their game of the year or whatever. I, I, but with, with Red Dead Redemption Two, I just fundamentally disagree. And I do think it's bad. And 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 but I'll explain that. And it's yeah. it's not a personal thing. But um, you know, and it's not. Yeah. So it's again, it's it's a it's a fine line, and you don't want to be mean about it, and you, know, you do want to remember to be kind, like Daniel Tiger says. But uh, but, but yeah, pick those battles and make sure that you what, what you're saying. You're not just like knocking another game, right? Um, because you're like, ah, it's, it's not for me, so it's 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 horseshit. It's there are differences there. Yeah, saying it's it's bad because I don't like it is not a like yes good conversation. It's not a useful right. conversation. It's exactly. I don't like it because of these things, but I understand why you do is a more useful conversation. Look yes, at us; yeah. we have children, and we're just being yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You have kids. You try to explain these things to kids. Donnie, you've got kids too, and you try no, to explain why my son gets in the console wars. I mean, it's a, it's a, an hilarious. They do nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try so hard to teach my children how to have these like kinds of conversations where you disagree with people constructively yeah. instead of disagree with people by being a jerk. And uh, mm-hmm. it's actually helping me. Jack's have best friend hates Switch and it, it drives him to no end. Oh God! <laughs> see little kids fighting. See my ten year old will be like, I don't like it, mom, but I understand why other people. Oh no! Do. And then walk out. He's so smart. I can't stand it. He's a good kid. <laughs> don't tell him I said that. He needs to know that he's on a fine line. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. Yes, I'm an Italian mom. We throw <laughs> books and yell things. I don't know. All right, I think I think that's everything. It's a long show. That was a lot of questions, Jeff. You were a gracious guest. Thank you so much yeah. for your patience. Thank you for having me. I had a really good time. It was a blast. Yeah, Pl- plug okay. your stuff, man. Yeah, go for it. Tell us where you're at. Oh, God. Yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, gamesbeat.com. You can read my stuff there. You can get me on Twitter, uh, at Jeff Grubb. I, I tweet too much, so don't follow me unless you're prepared for that. Um, I uh, yeah, I have a podcast, Gamesbeat Decides, where I talk with my, my coworker, Mike Minotti, about you know the, the week in gaming and what we've been playing and stuff like that. And then I have a, a, an interview show called How Games Make Money, where I talk to people about how games make money uh, or, or how people make money in and around the games industry. Uh, and you can find either of those podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube and, and places like that. So, yeah. Again, thank you both so much for having me. This is this is fun. This you was can, a blast. You can yeah. support Jeff on Patreon like I do and then yeah. and, and help him with with the show. Patreon.com slash how games make money. I believe how. Yeah, I think it's all just one word. One of my yeah. favorite things to do in 2020. Um, I, I, you know, everybody knows and, and I'm not just buttering him, Jeff. I mean, I tell, I'm telling them all I'm self-proclaimed Jeff Grubb fan club chapter leader. But uh, I love actually talking to Jeff on ideas for how games make money. I know we've riffed on several different games, crunch yeah. and stadia and streaming. And, and uh, I just have a lot of opinions on these things. And I like being able to kind of voice them and, and hear, you know, because you get great guests. You get a lot of insight on that show, you know, that I don't think we get often in video games journalism. You don't get actual yes. like economics and things like that from a lot mm-hmm. of different people. And it's it's very good. And if you're into that stuff or if you want to know more about it, if you hear about that type of stuff in podcasts, you don't understand it. Jeff shows spot on. 
place to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I learned something every time. I, every time I do an episode, I learn something new, and uh, I think uh, so. I think people listening will as well. Yeah, yeah I've absolutely. I've been enjoying it too. Like I, I've just so much. picked that Spoilers. up recently, and it's just, you know, it's not so. the apples to apples well oiled machine you might think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out no, wait, not quite. Wait, are you telling me that making video games is hard? Yeah, what? It's very hard. No, right. it's so easy. Right. It's just code. Everybody I'm, does yeah, it. Made by made by magical elves, and they just appear in the store, and yeah. Very tired magical yeah. elves who yeah. never sleep. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Patreon, let me give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers before we close this thing out. So thank you to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw Bourbon, Chris McElfrish, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, The Eggshen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Rude Days 93, Robbie Manuel, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge. And to everybody who likes and retweets and says nice things like i don't know this makes me feel warm and fuzzy this show so thank you to everybody who does that stuff and i also tweet too much jeff you followed me back you fool <laughs> I, you'll never hear me complain excellent I, I, yeah excellent it's, it's it's my adhd like exhaust pipe and i do it too i can't I just, change no me I, neither i tried to not tweet so much but it's who i am and i give everyone full permission if you regret it unfollow me please, I, please. I actually appreciate it because it makes me feel better about the way that i tweet you know you look for people who are like yourself and you're like yep. i have so many thoughts and i just want people to know how yep. stupid they are <laughs> mostly I, I just want to get it out of my head same and, anyway, but, you know, on twitter it's gone it's out I, there other it, people have to deal with it now not me <laughs> it's like therapy like where they tell you feel the feeling and let it go it's like i'll tweet yes. the feeling and let it go and it helps exactly yeah i can have a stupid joke in my head for a couple days and be like I just tweet it. It's gone yes. and it's out there. I will I'll never think about it again. And yeah, that's, that's nice. My husband will look over my shoulder and go, really that gif? And I'm like, always, always, always. that gif. And yeah. he's like, I don't follow you on Twitter for this reason. I'm like, you don't know how Twitter <laughs> works. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeff, thank you again so much. I had a real blast. This was great. Yep, same. Always. I think that's going to do it. And we'll be back next week. So thank you to everybody who's listening. Peace. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.